I never hit my race, but until recently, I didn't know history class was jacked completely. Found my new family with the team going free. My old family doesn't understand me, cause I am so pro white. No coke, no sprite. I am rolling with the public, gonna be more white. I saw them twist history right before my very eyes. Insurrection day, it's in the book and it's all lies. But now I am alive and well to tell it. But will generations down the line be able to sell it? I've always been a thinker on the search for both sides. But they label me an outcast and they cannot tell me why. Yes, I'm just a black sheep, white boy. Who doesn't hesitate to make a lot of fucking noise on the black sheep? White boy, and I wouldn't change a thing if I ever had the choice. Cause the red's the color I bleed. Yes, we all do be red. I have to protect my family. Why does affirmative action make them not hire me? Even in the countries where I'm the minority Is my race just that awesome and no other could compete? Is that what the anti-whites are trying to tell me? Why am I always seen as such a threat? To the point they want to strip me down so there's nothing left Old friends from high school, man, I haven't kept one But I got a new crew and it's where I belong Cause if you ain't going free, you ain't rolling with me And there are even anti-whites in my own family And the media will give you emotions, but they will not give you honesty. Yeah, you have your feelings, but I have the crime rate. And I'm a shoot to kill if there's a danger my way. So I do not blame the cops, just the ones who are cowards. Who has a take to pull the trigger unless it is one of ours. Cause he's a, cause he's a. Black sheep, white boy, who doesn't hesitate to make a lot of fucking noise. I'm the black sheep, white boy, and I wouldn't change a thing if I ever had the choice. Cause the red's the color I bleed. Yes, we all to be red. I have to protect my family.
Good evening, America. I'm Jason, and you are watching Jason Goes Political. For the sake of continuity, all financial gifts, $19 or less, will be read at the end of the show. $20 or more, I will read as soon as I see them. I will keep an eye on the chats. If you have a comment or question over the course of the time that we are together today on Jason Goes Political, 
please tag me as No White Guilt. You may do that on YouTube. You may do that on Odyssey. You may do that on DLive. Those are the platforms that I'm mainly watching. Uh, and if you are commenting elsewhere, please let me know so that I can have that uh, thread up as well, that live thread. I will keep an eye on it. You may financially gift tonight at Entropy, which is up and running at a cost of 15% to you. And they are definitely worth it, uh, that 15%, because they are keeping free speech alive. They're obviously uh, targets of the anti-whites, anti-whites like Democrats here in the United States. So they are worth that 15%. There is also a 15% charge over at Odyssey. If you choose to financially gift over there, I will be keeping an eye out over there as well. And then finally, Cash App, where there is no charge to you. That is over on one of the monitors to my right, your left, as we are chatting here this evening. And what an evening it is. Uh, and so uh, we're going to talk about it just yesterday. I'm sure you all are aware, if you are not, Donald Trump's home, Mar-a-Lago, in Florida, was raided by the Department of Justice, uh, the FBI, specifically FBI agents from Washington, D.C., rather than FBI agents down in Florida, which this could have been passed off to. Let me ask you all very quickly if uh, you can if you can hear me OK, if the audio is consistent and not dropping or doing that weird thing where it seems to be losing some of the, the data while I'm speaking and sort of kind of comes and goes. Uh, make sure I just want to make sure that it's nice and strong. And if there is any change in the audio, if you are a regular, if you are a troll slayer or something like that, I will absolutely listen to what you have to say. If you're not, if you're new and you're having trouble, reach out to one of the troll slayers and ask if it is just you or if they are also hearing a problem with the audio or the video feed. Uh, and uh, then they will, of course, pay a little bit more attention to what you're seeing and uh, hearing. Audio is good from Biospirit of the West. And Yiz says the same thing. So does Brandt. Popcorn Power, thank you so much. The more Jason says anti-white, the more my BPE meter rises. Is that a good thing? <laughs> Let's take a look at this uh, first story, shall we? This is uh, over at CBS News. The consequences of Trump, consequences Trump could face for mishandling White House records. So really quickly, let me just do this. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. So this will just kind of, uh, this is by Melissa Quinn scribbling away over there at CBS. We'll take a quick look at this uh, just to bring folks up to speed in case they're not exactly aware of what's going on. I have a couple of notes that I've written to myself. It potentially could be a very uh, volcanic show. And uh, so we want to get through. I don't know. It might not be. It might not be. It just depends. Uh, but of course, the, the most important thing that I'm not seeing, perhaps it's being talked about elsewhere, but I haven't seen yet, is that stopping Trump from being president, from running for presidency and, and clearly winning, which is what he would do if he, run, if he ran in 2024, uh, is uh, the purpose of that is to block white self-awareness and collective self-awareness and collective defense. And I'll get into why and how that is. Not saying that Trump is white positive or even white sympathetic. Far from it. We see evidence to the contrary. Uh, but nonetheless, that is what his presidency, that are what his endeavors 
obliquely in gender in the population of the United States. And this is something anti-whites, particularly uh, Democrat voters, but all anti-whites have a problem with. And this is why these sorts of steps are taken. There are a number of levels to this, so I will get into all of them. And please hit me with your thoughts, your questions and comments. Remember to tag me. You can go over to Entropy by following the link in the description below. There's a question widget or Talk Heaven widget, as we've named it over there. And you can write into that widget your question or your comment, and it will not disappear unless you or I delete it, unlike on the other platforms where it may scroll away. So update on this article by Melissa Quinn on Monday, August 8, 2022. The FBI executed a search warrant at former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in Florida. Sources tell CBS the search was related to a Justice Department investigation into Trump's handling of presidential records. Really quickly, when was President Trump not being investigated? For By the way, uh, many of these investigations you now know and uh, we have seen have been spurious, like the Russia hoax and, and, and anti-whites at YouTube. If they want to take down a, a channel for what now is 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 openly talked about on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, etc. Uh, if you want to if you want to take down a stream or take down a video for what they're all are saying, well, OK, well, the dossiers are proven fake. The whole thing, the FBI agents uh, had uh, had cooked this up. This is their opinions. This is their comments, not mine. I am relating to you their comments. And you can go to those networks to find out whether or not they even are saying those things. Now, how many of these investigations from day one of his presidency the Democrats, Democrat voters in the United States and anti-whites of all stripes, including these placeholders, which are the Republican Party, these rhinos, they call them. They're really just placeholders in a seat that's just waiting to be filled by a Democrat in a seat that is just taking money away from the electorate, the the overwhelmingly white population in these United States, just siphoning tens and scores and uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of millions of dollars away from these people. That's all these placeholder seats really do. And that's one of the things that we have to put an end to if we are going to be able to have any opportunity, any chance at all to influence politics in these United States. That's all they do. From day one of his presidency, when he was first elected, these anti-whites were saying, not my president, not legitimate president, stolen with the help of Russia, stolen with the help of Vladimir Putin. Investigations opened with no evidence, no evidence, hearsay, claims, no evidence. Normally, investigation, we said, if you, if you go back in time, if you go back in time, you see investigations begin with evidence of crime. And they didn't have that. They just had an investigation. What are they going to do here? I tweeted about it. I gabbed about it last night when this was becoming uh, widely known across uh, the, uh, the planet. I tweeted about it last night. What kind of things are they going to find or talk about? We'll read this article and maybe I'll pepper those in and take a look at my notes. And uh, we, can, uh, we can then draw some conclusions. Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in Florida. Sources tell CBS News. The search was related to a Justice Department investigation into Trump's handling of presidential records. In the story below, first published on February 10, 2022, shortly after the National Archives referred the matter to the Justice Department, legal experts told CBS 
news that Trump could face consequences for violating the Presidential Records Act or criminal statutes governing the handling of classified material. Former President Donald Trump's alleged improper handling of White House records while he was in office and after he decamped to Florida has prompted fresh scrutiny over whether he flouted federal law and if he did, whether he can be held accountable for doing so. Remember, we here uh, implementing the practice, the superior practice of uh, the go free method, we here implementing it can talk about things like the double standard only as a fulcrum, only as a catalyst to take us right into the conversation with the key concepts of the go free method. So you don't spend right now, you're going to see endless and it's and it's happening already, endless Republicans, endless conservative uh, cuckold content creators and organization leaders uh, going on and on with some of these people have just uh, their their memory for the things that happened in politics. It's amazing. The memory that their memory, they just hold on to every little thing that's ever happened in politics. Meanwhile, their memory elsewhere, it's sort of like these sports ball people, you know, talking about the cheerleaders of politics. The cheerleaders in sports ball can tell you every single thing about every player on the field uh, that has mattered to them going back their entire career, all of their stats, all of their data. These sports ball people fans are superior to these political cheerleaders uh, because they can house even more information in their memories. So right now, these people are going down litanies of look at what Hillary did. Look at what Obama did. Look at what Biden has done as president and then over his 40 some years uh, in office. And they have it all in their memory. They could talk about it all. Do not make that the substance of your resistance to what's going on. Don't think I have to remember all of this garbage. You only need to mention one or two of those things to get to the concepts, the powerful key concepts and the remainder of the concepts in all powerful in the go free method to make a difference in the world. Remember that political cheerleading and citing the stats and where they were picked up, you know, and and uh, what they what university they went to and all of this sort of stuff. That's what it all sounds like to me. It's the exact same thing. The law governing the records keeping responsibilities of presidents is the Presidential Records Act, which was enacted in 1978 and requires any memos, letters, emails, and other documents related to the president's duties be preserved and given to the National Archives and Records Administration at the end of an administration. You're going to be tempted here. You're going to be tempted. I'm here to help you. So we're all of these other champions who have been going free and having great strides because they're doing it properly, great strides in their lives as a consequence. You're going to be tempted to want to look at things like this and then to want to debate the minutiae or the minutiae of what kind of records can be taken, what kind of records cannot be taken, do they have to be duplicates, whether a president has the right to declassify things. And, and you might be right on all of these sorts of points. There's going to be an infinite number of double standards. Get over the double standards already. Get over the double standards already for the love of God. Get over the double standards. There are always going to be double standards when you are dealing with liars and thieves and cheats and child molesters or whatever else uh, folks might do in the world that is evil. That is what you have to deal with. Get over this. Don't get down into the weeds with folks at work and family and dinner table and your life, etc. your friends. Don't get down into the weeds of this. You keep this on point. And we're going to be talking about 
the sort the sort of things that you need to keep in mind when you're having these conversations in the world, when you're having your live streams, when you're having your podcast. I know a lot of you out there who are big time uh, producers of content and uh, you watch this show. You don't say anything about us. And in some cases, that's wonderful because uh, you want to keep that arm's distance to be able to do your thing and not get attacked by the uh, regime. In other cases, it's uh, pretty shameful. Uh, but the archives has recently revealed uh, has recently revealed that Trump tore up documents while in office, some of which were pieced back together by White House records management officials and brought with him more than a dozen boxes of items and letters to Mar-a-Lago, his Palm Beach, Florida residence after leaving office last year. The boxes were retrieved by uh, archives last month. This is the National Archives of the United States, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Of the United States and, of course, the responsibility of the archivist in charge over there. Uh, but uh, so President Trump gets angry. He tears papers up. He throws them to the floor. Uh, these things and and. I think they're probably going to say in this, well, he was told that you're not allowed to do that. People, he's acting like a child. Yeah, you should control. A real man of the West controls his temper. He focuses it when he's when he's righteously uh, outraged. Uh, he puts it to productive use. You, they don't throw tantrums. OK, he's a businessman. And this is his won't is uh, to do things like throw the food across the room. You, you see this in like nine year olds and 12 and 15 year olds that have not learned how to behave properly. This is what he does. Very often that happens to rich kids, doesn't it? They take it on their whole life because they don't learn. They don't have to learn uh, how to be a functioning, uh, productive person in the world, because when you're on the top of the world, uh, in his case, being productive, uh, you don't have to abide by other people's standards. And it's one of the reasons why in places like the United States, you see people rise in wealth and power and then you see their descendants fall as a consequence because you don't have this proper education about how to be a man of the West. You don't even know these folks. They don't have any idea what it means to be a man of the West. So what? But of course, this is going to be presented by the anti-whites as he tears them up because he's trying to get rid of the evidence as though these things aren't when they're written, they're not elsewhere as though that's not happening. And uh, what is this? Weissman a lawyer who represented watchdog groups that have sued Trump over violations of the Presidential Records Act told CBS News that the former president clearly violated the Presidential Records Act in multiple ways, including by ripping up records. So these, of course, are, you know, these anti-whites. Weissman is going to be a radical anti-white who would have no problem overlooking the, the multifarious crimes committed by Democrats. No problem. But then suddenly, suddenly she gets this like hyper focus on obedience to the law. She be suddenly becomes like hyper punctilious. And, and are you uh, observing every punctilio of order and decorum and process and law? See, it doesn't even matter to the Democrats. Is it even a law? This is what happens with these placeholder Republicans. And one of the things you have to keep in mind when we're hearing these Republicans roll forward and talk about these things is they are going to. Here comes a prediction. 
the placeholder Republicans, the rhino Republicans are going to get out in front. They're going to have big talk right now. Big things. Clear your schedule. And then what they're going to say is, well, there's this procedural way of doing things here in this particular committee or that committee or over here in Congress. And so we can no longer move forward with this. And gosh darn it, just leave it to the Democrats to stymie us there again. And they won't do any more. They won't do any more when what they should be doing is metaphorically burning down everything that is Democrat and anti-white in the federal government, state governments of this country, every bureaucracy. That's what we need. That is, a, we need Andrew Jackson we need Andrew Jackson with a sword of fire going through this tyranny of the United States. Weissman, though, identified two criminal laws that Trump may have violated by destroying White House records. The first law states anyone who wrongfully looks at records can be prosecuted. I'm sure this this anti-white bitch, this is what she would do. You, she looked at it wrong. And so we need to maintain the letter of all the procedure and laws. And so willfully injures or commits any uh, depredation against any property of these United States uh, faces a fine or up to one year imprisonment if convicted. The second states, uh, second law states, anyone who willfully, unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates or destroys any record, kind of like snatching up a bunch of records and putting them on a server in your house and then. Uh, being asked to turn over the records and then you give this heavily redacted and edited thing and then you your entire server is bleach bitted away uh, into oblivion. It doesn't matter, folks. They get to do what they want to do because they are in power, just like my tweet says and Gab says, whether they are in office or not. Why is it that they're in power, whether they're in office or not? Because this is not a matter of Democrat and Republican. This is a matter of anti-whiteism. And if you do not focus on the problem, anti-whiteism and anti-whites and their targeting of white people and our projection, Western civilization, you will never get to a cure, ever, ever get to a cure. Do you understand that? No proxy positions. No, they're after Christianity. No, they're after the rule of law. No, they're after the Constitution. No, they're after the ways and norms of uh, the country, which, of course, include all the Judeo-Christian norms and et cetera. No. They're after white people. And until we focus on that and defend ourselves on the basis of the attack, you cannot win. You can all you want. You can all you want spray your house that is being consumed by flames, by different chemicals to retard the progress of termites or carpenter ants. You can spray it with all you want. You can do all of these other things on your house. But until you attack the fire consuming your home, you cannot save it. Uh, in any public law, is subject to a fine or up to three years in prison if convicted. You can't plead stupidity. Uh, Kel McClanahan, executive director of National Security Counselors, told CBS News on whether Trump willfully violated the law. By the way, I'm just going to jump in. A president is the ultimate arbiter of whether or not something is top secret or not, or all of these different levels. He, as far as I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, CNN and others out there, other anti-whites out there. But a president can say this is no longer a top secret. It didn't Trump actually say that about something he said publicly and they, they freaked out and they said, oh, my God. He said something that's top secret. He needs to be. And he said, no, sorry, too bad. I'm saying it's not top secret anymore. He could do that with whatever he decides 
to take from my understanding. And again, I could be wrong from my understanding what he takes and what he thinks is legal to take from the White House. Uh, ignoring the laws, no excuse, where in this particular case, that would be very hard to argue, a uh, very hard argument to make uh, when we have the evidence that his chief of staff, his White House counsel were telling him, stop doing this stuff, stop tearing up these records. Uh, he is, his, his angry responses to things he doesn't like to see. What do you think Obama did in the White House? Well, we probably don't know. What about Michelle Obama? We probably don't know. Maybe we can get one of these political cheerleaders that have memorized like every little slight and have no way of overcoming the victimization of our people and the destruction of these United States. Maybe we can ask them what kind of things happened with Obama. Well, you know what the and are happening now with Biden. You know what? You're not going to get to know. I'm not going to get to know because nobody inside that system is going to tell us because they destroy those who undermine them, who stab them in the back, unlike what happens in the placeholder party in these United States called the Republican Party or rhinos. You don't get destroyed when you stab those folks in the back. In fact, you get rewarded uh, very often. There are no big media empires that are going to come running up and say, well, all of these little things that were done and there needs to be prosecutions. No. And by the way, I, you know, I am no like uh, like uh, Trump a blind Trump supporter. And you all have heard me talk endlessly about the things that I'm unhappy about Trump, uh, the things that he didn't do, the things that he could have done. Like one thing for certain, you all heard me say when Trump won office, you all heard me say, speak up if your memory is good enough to remember. I said, he's not going to be able to wait for a second term, a final four years to be able to do things that are going to really revolutionize these United States. He's not going to be able to wait for that because they're not going to let him have a second term. Did they end up not letting him have a second term? I don't know. You tell me. Of course, they won that election uh, because uh, they're in charge of all things. And uh, let me just make sure everybody at YouTube, uh, you know, Biden legitimately won presidency. So I'll just make sure that's said. But I told you all, I, and I told many different places, they're not going to allow him to have a second term. And so therefore, in these first four years, we have to see sparks fly. I said, if Donald Trump was serious, he would do something spectacular immediately in office, like drop the 101st uh, or a, more, a, more straight to the point, maybe the uh, 82nd Airborne on the border with Mexico and put an end. He didn't do it. He didn't even kick CNN out of the press pool at the White House. What else did he do immediately when he became president? After campaigning for all of that time about lock her up, lock her up, he decided, nope, we're not going to pursue charges against Hillary. We're not going to pursue charges against Obama. Now, why is that? Is that because Trump is just a businessman and he thought, well, if I treat them good, they'll treat me good. If we can have a win-win in the end. Was that it? Was it that and the uh, people around him telling him, oh, no, people like Sean Hannity picking up the phone and saying, no, you have to, and Laura Ingram, no, you have to be fair to these people so that we can always be seen as the moral actors in these disagreements. And, you, and it would be even though they've committed gross crimes that are worthy of the charges of treason and then potentially have found guilty execution, even though they've done these things, you shouldn't do it because it will set a precedent and then they'll just do it to us. They can do it to us anyhow. 
And they've been doing it for all of Laura Ingram's life, all of Sean Hannity's life, all of these elected politicians, these placeholder Republicans lives, all of our lives. The Democrats have been doing to us what we don't want them to do to us. So we don't do it to them. They've been doing it anyhow. It doesn't work. You are attempting to be scrupulous and honorable with people who have no scruples and who have no honor. And it has been like this all along. And there are sane people that have been saying this for a very long time. Not all of them have had the intelligence like I do and the folks who are going free do to, to how to take this back, how to turn things, how to turn this back against the anti-whites, including those who call themselves Democrats and are therefore voters of Democrat. Every time a Democrat comes up for an election, it's always a vote for the Democrat one way or another with their activities, maybe several votes. Vote early, vote often, vote even if you've passed. All of these slogans that they have over there at the Democrat Party, they are going to do it anyhow. What Trump should have done in those first four years is worked like the devil, a devil to these anti-white bastards, to put these folks in jail, to destroy these bureaucracies. Because I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what. The bureaucracy in the United States, what people will refer to, we didn't refer to it as the deep state back when I was on the Hill. It was just the bureaucracy. It was just the, whether they also uh, refer to, we refer to it as the the the, uh, the shadow government was the other uh, reference to the bureaucracies. The politicians are for you, people. The politicians in the offices, they're for you. They're for your show. Not that they're not doing things. Not that they're not criminals. Not that they're not... Uh, sating themselves on evil galore and the victimization and the and the relishment of that victimization of Western kind and destruction of our projections, these United States, when we're talking about this country. They're actually doing those things. But my friends, that's not the control. It's not the control. It's the shadow government, these different things that people want to call it. In my opinion, I, I'm, I'm not omniscient. I can't say for certain, but looking at things the way that I see them, in my opinion, what people refer to as the deep state, what people will sometimes refer to as the shadow government, at least back in the day, uh, what is clearly the bureaucracy is controlled by the money holders, the folks, the oligarchic police state motherfuckers, anti-white motherfuckers behind the scenes. And many of them are not behind the scenes when we know their names. It's not like secret. I don't believe And I've said this before and incurred a lot of uh, angst and anger and and upset resentment from a bunch of me knots and some honorable people who just honorably intellectually disagree with me. I don't believe there's some like world government that's doing any operating in the United States and et cetera. But there are nonetheless anti-whites with big money, big power. And they have seen, as business people do, the fulcrum, the catalyst for how gets done in a country. And it's not the politicians. It's the bureaucracies. And so they say, well, I'll just pay those people. I will just get them trips around the world. I will just all simultaneously threaten them and their their families' lives if they don't do what I want. We'll just keep them in their offices and we'll just give them dough. Everybody's always talking about, well, the politicians, the politicians. And you have all of these representatives from different companies. It's true. You have the revolving door system. You have uh, all of these libertarians that'll talk about how broken the systems are because you have this this 
these industry and bureaucracy capturing devices with these revolving doors. You work in the the uh, you work in as an apparatchik, and uh, then you uh, you do everything that an industry or two or three are doing. And then you get out of that career, you go and you work for them for far more money. But make no mistake, they're getting paid. They're getting paid even while they're in those seats. They're getting paid. Libertarians and all very intellectual people, smart folks. This is as deep as their vision goes. Because, my friends, that is only the top. That is only the beginning of the corruption in the United States. No, the actual deeper level corruption is where these infinitely wealthy compared to us, these these mortal gods of finance who have dozens or scores, centimillionaires, billionaires and the like. They get at the bureaucracies. They get at these people sitting in these seats of power. It doesn't matter who gets put in that seat. They show up and they say, here are the dollars. Here are the dollars and here are the threats on your lives. And this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And there's going to be, as we have witnessed, when I was on the Hill arguing with these people who were 10, 20, 50 pay grades before me, arguing with them, saying you have a continuity of agenda that is entirely anti-white, irrespective of Democrat or Republicans being in office. Are you all blind? Are you not aware of this? Are you not seeing it when I spell it out for you? And I ask you now who are watching, are you seeing it as I spell it out for you? Are you finally understanding how deep the corruption goes, but exactly how it functions? It's not magic. It's not mystical. It's very sublunary. It's very raw. It's very of the flesh and of the earth. That is how things operate in the real world. And now you know. Are we still streaming on YouTube? McClanahan was uh, referring to a Washington Post report stating two of Trump's former chiefs of staff, uh, Rince Priebus and John Kelly and former uh, and former White House counsel Don uh, McGon warned him about the Presidential Records Act. So all these people came forward to to say that we warned him and yet he still went ahead and did it. It would be nice if these people faced these people. It's not about betraying Donald Trump. He's just a man. He's just a businessman. He might not even care about white people. All right. We we know he cares about uh, Jewish people because he'll name them like the other non-white groups. Good, good non-white people and anti-white non-white people. We know he cares about them because he'll speak to their specific interests. And it's kind of it's kind of awful that that uh, one of these groups, uh, their interests have nothing to do with the United States. So you have to always be talking about uh, the uh, another country and another place in the world. It's, it's a real sad revelation. Donald Trump doesn't have to be white sympathetic at all. What is he to Western kind, the founding stock in the United States? Not all of us, of course, because there are many who are anti-white as all hell, anti-white white people, anti-white is all hell. What does he represent? He is the avatar of a self-awakening, of a collective self-defense, of a collective interest, of a collective victimization, of a collective destiny. That is how you have to view Donald Trump. This is so superficial. All of these cuckold content creators and these people 
who are uh, Republican rhinos, whatever you want to call them, uh, and uh, all of these like late night talk show hosts. There's so many folks, more power to them. They're doing so great. I'm glad that they're getting very wealthy. Uh, they have this very superficial understanding. These cheerleaders is very superficial. It's like Donald Trump, the man or not. That's as far as uh, their brains can go on the issue. Donald Trump is a ghost. He is he doesn't exist in, in a tangible way for the the drive in the body of the white population in these United States. He is a wisp in the air. He is a sign. He is a portend of things happening that they can't understand. I understand them and you understand them, those who are going free. But in their binary thinking, even the bright, even the ones who are, you know, bright insofar as they have great memories, uh, even those folks, it's just binary. It's like it's a human being or not this human being or not that human being. We've got to go deeper than that. That's how I always roll, my friends. I'm always deeper than that. People used to joke about uh, so many D chess. That's how my brain works all the time. I see things from multiple perspectives every time I pull it up in my head. Most people I talk to, one of these days we're going to have to talk, we're going to have to do a roll in going free to explore this, the reality that I don't get into very often. Most people, the vast, vast majority, maybe 99.8%, I don't know, there should be an investigation. When they pull a thought up in their head, they see binary oppositions. That's it. They see right, left, up, down, black, white. That's all they're able to see. And it's probably because of the two hemispheres. I've talked about that before. And by the way, I was talking about that, and maybe scientists were talking about that, but I was talking back then, but I was talking about that when I was in junior high school. I speculated about that. And now you have scientists. Finally, I think it was a handful of years ago, not even that long, that finally I saw at a university uh, put together a, uh, a paper about we think that uh, the two hemispheres of the brain is the basis for the binary understanding of all things. That's not how I see it. That is not how I see it. That's not how a thought, when it occurs in my head, how I see it. I don't know why it happens differently than most people. But a great example of this is that Donald Trump is a theme. He is a, an avatar for a, a, a movement, a feeling in founding stock members of this country, Western kind whether they just got off the boat yesterday or not, because West, Western civilization and therefore America is in their bio spirit. It is a feeling. It is uh, indefinable. It is ineffable for them. They just know it. They just feel it. It is just visceral. This is what Donald Trump represents. So don't look at me and say, as I see these folks will often write, oh, he's just another Donald Trump shill. I'm just going to pass him off. Stop. You mean not. Mother, you don't understand. And if you are honest, then stop being a me not. And you can get on to a, a, a proper attempt to understand what we are talking about here. The attack on Donald Trump is the attack on you and me, all of Western kind. Moreover, it is an attack on all of the good non-white people in America. And for that matter, the entire world, the good non-white people 
who would want America to stay Western, who want America, the UK, Canada, etc., to stay Western. They don't want things to change because they like them the way they are. Some of those folks I've had conversations with where they've said, look, I, I live here. I just that's I wanted to be this way. I, we found it this way. They, they, when we were in my country, this is what they said what was going on. And everything is now changing. Everything is being flushed down the toilet. They just need to know. And we need to get these placeholder Republicans out of the way. These folks, non-white, good non-white people and, and good white people need to know that the reason why everything is changing is because there is an anti-white war being waged on everything Western everything therefore white it'd be nice if these people who decided to say this about donald trump not because it's donald trump but because it's the avatar of a growing sentiment in the white population and make no mistake real quick make no mistake uh, the really intelligent anti-whites with all their money uh, whether they themselves are anti uh, intelligent or they hire the most intelligent that they can find they know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. It'd be nice if these people could never get a job again. It would be nice if they couldn't go to dinner anywhere again without being run out of the establishment. Would a reasonable president know? And, and, and that speaks to Donald Trump himself and whether or not we're going to see another uh, term held by this guy and whether or not we hold his feet to the fire to make sure he does this time or we we roast him metaphorically. We destroy him metaphorically. As he should be if he betrays the movement in these United States by Western kind, quote, would a reasonable president know that two chiefs of staff and one general counsel are probably right about the statute? This uh, would be a pretty cut and dry case, he said. If Trump is not held accountable for violating federal laws governing the safe record uh, keeping of records, Weissman warned other presidents may be less inclined to comply. Now, here is an anti-white. I guarantee you could look her up. Odds that Weissman is a Democrat voter and donor and a participant uh, are high here. But this is where a smart anti-white Weissman is, knows the trigger for the average Republican sewing circle voter and saying, well, you don't want to set a president precedent where these Democrat people might then take records with them. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They are nothing but thieves. They have stolen. What about that guy? What's his name? The guy who went into Library of Congress and then took the records out in his underwear where you're not allowed to take. You can go in and you can write down notes. What was that thief's name? Do you know what you're talking about? We, you don't want to do this because you don't want them to do the same to you. I'm going to tell you, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere because I'm going to tell you exactly how we need to respond, how a true politician or true statesman needs to respond to these Democrats and Democrat voters, because it is not the way the Republicans behave, these placeholders. It's definitely sending a message that these presidential record-keeping responsibilities are not very important, and you can ignore them with impunity, she said, if you allow such flagrant violations to go unaddressed. That would be a huge problem. Could you imagine moralizing 
from Beelzebub's mouth. That, that's what it is, the squealing of pigs. This is what I, in my ear, and this is the way you should hear it, pigs squealing out their moralization. This is how you have to behave. Superciliously from, from some, uh, some so-called professional position, from some professional role, whatever it might be condescendingly uh, saying, well, this is how you should behave now, sewing circle folks out there. There's, there's, a, there's a divide. There's a bifurcation in uh, the voters of the Republican Party. So Republican voters, there's a bifurcation. There are two types. There are the people who are sewing circle, Mayberry morons, functionally comatose losers. Those people and their concerns and their infantile view of the world. Are you not getting heat here on Jason Goes Political? Are you not getting truth? You should be sharing this shit everywhere. There are two types of folks. These sewing circle losers and their needs, their concerns, their feminine way of viewing the world, their, their feminine way of capitulating in every uh, occasion, their nursery room style of justice, where they allow the bully to push you around and then they prevent you from retaliating. Those people's needs and concerns have, have been catered to for too damn long. Get this. They've got nowhere else to go. They've got nowhere else to vote. If, the, if Republicans, if people under that moniker are not getting elected, these people have nobody else to vote for. They're going to vote Republican whether they really want to or not, whether it's hotter than they like or not. There's another group that, who vote Republican. And it are the uh, true American pissed off patriots. And they've had enough. They don't want to hear about, well, you might set a precedent and you don't want to do that. They want to hear how it's going to be burned down. They want to hear how these people get the electrocution chair. That's what they want to hear about. And there are scores of millions of those folks. So these sewing circle bitches can get to the back of the bus and shut up. And yeah, that's where we're going to put you. You got nowhere. You don't you don't like what we're going to do to reclaim the, these United States. You don't like it. Well, you can go ahead and not vote. You can go ahead and even vote for the Democrat and you'll get a lot more of these policies that have you wringing your hands in fear. You can get a lot more of that. No more of these people stepping up at these big money dinners with their with their asinine, childish view of the world and their comments and wishes of I pay the piper so the tune must be that we will be more upstanding than they and golly jeepers if we lose well then at least we did so with rectitude at least we were moral at least we clenched our asses as tight as humanly possible because history history what I'm sorry what history what History is not going to remember you and being moral, you nitwits, you midget wit bitches. History is going to remember you as scum, as demons, because anti-whites are going to be scribbling that shit into the history books. So pull your heads out of your asses and start looking around and clean off your glasses from all that garbage you got while your head was up there, because the winds of change are blowing, fools. We are coming. The National Archives confirmed last week that some of the documents is received, it received from the Trump White House at the end of the administration had been torn up by the former president and were pieced back together 
uh, by uh, records management officials, while a number of ripped records it received had not been reconstructed by the White House. Okay, so it received things that they meticulously taped back together, and it also received a bunch of pieces. Have at it, archivist. This is what you do. The agency also acknowledged Monday that it retrieved 15 boxes containing presidential records from Mar-a-Lago. The Washington Post reported that among the documents and items in the boxes were letters from between Trump and North Korean leader King uh, Kim Jong-un and a letter from President Barack Obama uh, left, the, the letter that Obama left for his successor. It also included, I have been informed, and I, I, I hope this is, is public record, uh, a, a menu from a birthday. That's one of the things the FBI stole. In my opinion, it's stole. Uh, they're, they're calling it confiscated. But of course, uh, the, the foot soldiers of an oligarchic, anti-white oligarchic police state would use these official sounding terms. I mean, why didn't they also just say it was uh, confiscated morally or something like, I don't give a shit what you call it. Theft. Why is it theft? Not because I'm some shill for Donald Trump, but because I am a champion man of the West for my people and these United States. The archives said staff for Trump are continuing to search for additional presidential records that belong to the agency. Archives official. So there was an ongoing, they've had a conversation, the Trump people and the uh, archivist and his staff there at National Archives. And uh, so then this was carried out. We can talk about why uh, that may or may not be, why they ended up doing that. Uh, archive officials have asked the Justice Department to investigate Trump's handling of White House records. CBS News confirmed Wednesday, though the referral does not mean there will be a criminal investigation or prosecution. Of course, uh, this is about, at a bare minimum, the color of law, the color of prosecution. But it goes further than that because they would not do this just for the color. So if it becomes that, uh, then it will be because they're reeling it back. We can talk about that as well. Beyond criminal prosecution for violating federal law, the Justice Department could also pursue civil lawsuits against Trump to obtain presidential records he may have taken with him after leaving the White House, McCallaghan said. Quote, it is tunnel vision to only focus on the criminal aspect. Yeah, tunnel vision. We want to make sure that we absolutely destroy Trump and all of these white people who support him and who want him to make America great again, that deceptive dog whistle. You see, the Democrats, hardcore anti-whites, they know that you have heard a dog whistle in that. They don't know that it was just a deception for you to get you to vote for Trump. That's what it ended up being, isn't it? Unless, of course, you want to you want to claim or you want to believe that Trump was going to wait till his second term to really play hardball. I, I don't know. Uh, and I recommended that he not do it. And in fact, what I said would happen ended up happening. But it was all totally legitimate. It's tunnel vision to focus on the criminal aspect uh, when there are many other alternatives that could serve good public policy that DOJ should have no compunction about doing. Are his pets licensed in the state of Florida? Have they had their shots? If the county in which his pets reside are not licensed, there may be a violation for which we can prosecute. Quote, if the people at DOJ 
are conscientious. I don't believe this is going to go away. By the way, if you stick around, <clears throat> if you stick around for the rest of the show, Jason Goes Political, I will tell you exactly what Trump and crew should have been doing, what they may have been doing this entire time. So the Democrats, the anti-whites may have stumbled into a trap, ultimately a trap set. If Donald Trump had me working for him, they would have stumbled into a trap. Uh, I will tell you that. And I will also tell you where I think this could and uh, will go moving forward. So stick around if you want to see all of that, hear all of that information. If the people at DOJ are conscientious, I don't believe this is going to go away. I believe something will happen. I want something to happen. That's what he's saying. I want something to happen. Trump, he said, may be uh, counting on the Justice Department and Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, anti-white uh, uh, all the way to hell and back, uh, to stay on the sidelines of political fights and is calling DOJ's bluff. But the question is going to be purely governmental interest and a crime purely against the government and the public. And uh, do you prosecute a former president for committing that crime, McCallaghan said? And of course, he, uh, McCallaghan has already said, yes, you do. So who, who was that question for? That's called rhetorical. I've already told you that it should be done. And now, do you do it? The House Oversight and Reform Committee also launched an investigation into Trump's record-keeping practices and requested information from David uh, Ferriero, uh, the archivist of the United States, about the 15 boxes recovered from Mar-a-Lago. Uh, quote, former President Trump and his senior advisors must also be held accountable for any violations of the law. They want to go after everybody attached to him so that they'll roll over and tell lies. That's what it's all about. You want to put the pressure not only on your target, but on everybody around uh, your target so that they will roll over. They'll tell lies. Do you remember in Europe when we stopped torturing people? Because we realized, you know what? When you torture people, when you torture people, they'll just tell you whatever you want to hear. And that might be true, but it also might not be true. So this whole torture thing, not exactly the way to go. So we learned that torture is not the appropriate way to get to the truth. The only way then, or the only reason then to torture the, uh, those associates of Trump is to get them to lie, to get them to tell them whatever they want them uh, to be told. You know what? We should be doing the exact same thing. That's what, and that's a, that's a tip for what I'm going to talk about when I'm done looking at this. Oversight Committee Chairwoman uh, Carolyn Maloney, a Democrat from New York, an anti-white, a demon, she's got very big leather and wings, uh, told Ferio in a letter adding... The panel needs the information to, quote, examine the extent and impact of Trump's uh, purported violations of the Presidential Records Act. The New York Times reported uh, the archives found apparent classified information in the documents Trump improperly took with him from the White House at the end of his first and only term. Uh, the Democrats have been using law. They've been breaking out laws, regulations, procedural norms, things that have never been invoked to go after Trump, not because it's Trump, but because he's a maverick, just like Ted Turner was. But unlike Ted Turner, Trump represents a ghost, an avatar of a hope for life from the dying patient of Western kind in the United States. That's why. So all of this talk 
that even this Weiss man was telling us about earlier in this article about, you you know, you got to go after this or you set a precedent and, and then everybody will do it. All of that is hogwash. It's all being done. Trump has denied any wrongdoing in a statement Thursday. Uh, uh, he said that the archives opening and willingly arranged the transport of boxes containing letters, records, newspapers, magazines, articles. Okay, he says that will be displayed in the future Donald Trump presidential library. The papers uh, were given easily and without conflict and on a very friendly basis, which is different from the uh, accounts being drawn up by the fake news media, Trump said. In fact, it was viewed as routine and no big deal. In actuality, I have been told I was under no obligation to give this material based on various legal rulings that have been made over the years. It's unclear which decisions the former president is referencing, but federal courts that have heard disputes over po possible violations of the Presidential Records Act uh, while Trump is in office have said there is no role uh, for the courts to play in overseeing day-to-day -day compliance with the law. And that's the end of that one. Let me see what you all are saying really quickly, because I know you all have had a few things to say, and I want this to be interactive as we hit the top of the second hour. Uh, so let me uh, really quickly take a look at the financial gifts and we'll see if there are any 20 or more and uh, dollars. And if there are, I will speak to those. If not, then we will wait toward the end for the remainder. If there are, if there are any, otherwise tag me as no white guilt to get your comment, your claim, your two minutes of two seconds of fame in. And I will speak to that before we go on to the next story, which is much shorter and uh, coming up here in just a moment. And I will be telling you exactly what my opinions are on uh, what is uh, what should be done, uh, how we should behave moving forward. And uh, when it comes to this, what to expect, what I think took place. All right. Taking a quick look, scrolling through the live chat right now. If your comment has scrolled away, uh, take a look to see if it's still on the screen. If it's scrolled away and you tag me, then I am unable to see it. So you will have to write it again. Uh, somebody uh, whose comment got, whose comment was deleted, um, probably because they were being antagonistic. They got to a point where they were being antagonistic, said, why is it got to be about race? Because we are being attacked on the basis of race. Enough said. Now shut up. No more lying from you. You have your answer. Now, if you bring that up again, we'll know you're anti-white and you don't want us to defend ourselves on the basis of that which we are being attacked. Remember everyone out there. Remember everyone out there. If your house is on fire, it doesn't matter how much bug spray you put around the house. It's not going to cure or correct the problem. You have to defend against the point of attack. You have to defend against the point of attack or there is no hope. Your own handicap, if you're out there saying, I don't see race, your handicap does not defend against the point of attack. Your handicap, your disability doesn't stop the anti-whites uh, from victimizing us on that basis. Do you understand yet? You know these people, you say it once to them, and then you'll know 
if they're honest because then they'll be thinking and they'll say, well, what about this? And then you give them a little bit more and then you give them a little bit more. If they don't follow you to what is clearly discernible in reality, they are liars. They are anti-whites. They want the victimization to continue. They are broadcasting it. You know, folks, you don't have to uh, research a, 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 I don't know, young uh, woman or young man's arrest record. You don't have to you don't have to get online and begin searching whether or not the person standing in front of you has given you their right name and whether or not there's an arrest record there to know that they are a pickpocket as their hands are in your pants, right? Ultra testosterone talking about Hillary Clinton. Well, yeah, of course. Why haven't these uh, why weren't these people for the exact same things uh with less in the case of Hillary Clinton, when she was secretary of state, she didn't have the right, as the president does, to just say, uh, no, this is no longer declassified. Again, my opinion, you'll have to investigate. I'm sure the Democrats will immediately change those rules, make it retroactive so that it applies so that Hillary did have the right to do what she did. But there is an exception in the law for Donald Trump. That is how they operate. Ultra testosterone jumping in, fired up, saying 100% truth, talking about the uh, folks as cowards. Art Acrobat says no white girl for president. Your world would change like you wouldn't believe. I'm no politics cheerleader. Right? I'm, I'm no politics cheerleader that's just going to give you like a, a his, history of the past 5, 10, 20 years and entertain you by telling you the history and then have you say, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. No, I am a man of outcomes. I know exactly what is happening. And I'm also not one of these people who are going to use some proxy position. All right, I think I saw the screen left on me. I see Ambriel is with us. Great to see you with us. She says, beautifully articulated rant tonight, Jason. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for being here. I thought I saw somebody, uh, might have been for an all, the screen left on me. So it was like, just for a splash of a second, that uh, uh, Gary says, great studio NWG, thank you for that. I think it was for an all explaining to somebody what a me not is. A me not is one of these jealous people and there are hordes of them. You know, I, Nick Fuentes has minions that's what his followers are people who uh people and that's what he talks about them as uh and uh the people who implement the strategy of go free in their life the go free method in their life they are herculean champions they are the brilliant patriots of uh, of our people of a new dawn a rising dawn in the western sky remember we've been saying that too by the way so when these me show up if that starts getting said anywhere else we are long on record, like with everything else, but it doesn't matter. So what happens is there are all these folks out there who slander me. They're jealous of me. They're jealous of the fact they're jealous of us. They're jealous of the success that we they've not changed the world. They've not they might uh, counterfeit that they participated uh, in uh, successes, but they've done nothing uh, in reality. That's not that's just a fact. We have changed societal conversation with these key concepts and we continue to do so we have targeted organized 
efforts to do that, strategized and are making it happen. We have solo actors uh, and it's part of the strategy that they go out and they uh, target. We have people spreading this curative contagion in their lives, putting everything to the scientific method. It works in our lives. It works in the lives of our people. It's changing Western civilization, not just in these United States, but all around planet Earth. That is a mighty success. And as a consequence, instead of uh, there are a lot of folks out there who have bad characters and who just get jealous easy. And maybe they were and I understand this, what I'm about to say. Maybe they were striving to do the same thing. Maybe they've invested a lot of their time. I feel for them. And they they just weren't having the success. And then somebody comes along and makes it happen. And I can understand the twinge, at least initially, that shit, I've been trying so hard. And then now these folks, they've actually done it. I can understand that. I can't understand what then happens next, which is the misrepresentation of us, the misrepresentation of the go free method, the misrepresentation of the heroes here, the misrepresentation of yours truly uh, and the allegation of every imaginable unspeakable crime under the sun. The actual efforts that they've taken from their own time to not talk about uh, the what anti whites are doing to Western kind, but instead war warn people about me and about us and the go free method. These people I refer to as my me-nots. They are the me-nots in the world because they're not me. They're also, some of them, very jealous over the fact that I am uh, was a star athlete, that I played college football, that I uh, decided to play college football instead of play professional baseball. That was an error that I made. I should have just went to the minors and played professional baseball. Uh, but I played college football as a star athlete my whole life. Uh, as uh, the foot speed I had, the vertical leap I had, the athleticism I have, uh, the, uh, the fact that I'm a man of the West, I'm in shape, jealous of all of that as well. And, uh, it, and, and it's like they can see that, but they can't see all of the areas that I talk about that I fall short of other champions who are in this movement. And so they just want to say, oh, he's so arrogant. Guess I'm so arrogant when I'm talking about people who are more intelligent than me in this movement. Oh, well, he's just he, he's so stuck on himself. Guess I'm so stuck on myself when I'm talking about all of the magical musicians, when I can't put two notes or two chords together. Guess when I talk about these sorts of things, they somehow miss them. It's somehow they, they just bounce off their heads. Uh, so they go and it's just more of the allegations. So bottom line is I'm going to leave the topic now. Unless you have a question about it, I don't want to stick on it. A me not is somebody who's jealous of me. I don't really care anymore what... Uh, vehicle they're in or what kind of, you know, unless I speak to the vehicle type, but I don't care about their ideology. I don't care about the vehicle they're in. I don't care what they're advocating for. All they represent, they are just as meaningless as the minions are to uh, to it's their leader as uh, that's how meaningless all they are to me. They are just that meaningless to me, the me-nots. That's what the me-nots are. M-E, capital M-E, capital N-O-T-S, the me-nots. All right. One quick look over here. We're going to get to the story. We're going to keep rolling. Please tell your friends. Uh, looks like en is entropy up and working. Uh, it, it might be, uh, but uh, please share the URL. I I'm sure that other other stations of television, I'm sure they'll be giving you something totally predictable and valueless that that has that will do nothing that will change nothing in this world. I'm sure you'll you'll hear on many of these cuckold uh, conservative content creators, rank and file conservatives, Republican voters, champions. They're cuckold leaders uh, like this 
Laura Loomer, who's going to be speaking at American Renaissance with a, with Jared Taylor and the rest. Uh, yours truly, champion for our people, firing firebrand for Western kind, physically fought as well as uh, argue and defeat. And so how many people get into physical fights and whoop ass and at the same time can outwit everybody on the other side? How often does that happen? Not speak, not speaking, no invite to Amrin and so many of these other places. But the very proud Jewish woman, Laura Loomer, will be speaking there because she's going to take a, a white Republican male out of office in Florida. Let's hope she wins and all of the political cheerleaders who are behind her. It sounds like a great bunch of guys. Okay, we're going to move into, I don't see any tags, so we're going to move into the next, taking a quick look at this story over at Politico. And uh, Trump, uh, Trump world takes stock of which Republicans back him against the FBI. Real short, and then we're going to get into, look at some of my notes. I'm going to tell you what I think is really going on, what needs to be done. Two people close to the former president said they believe he will expedite his decision to run for the White House again. And then, of course, all of these fans showed up to Mar-a-Lago once people started learning about this FBI raid. And you can see that on the TV over my left hand shoulder. Thank you to somebody. Who was it that said that uh, uh, I, have a, I have a great studio here? You can thank the great for Null for that, the creator of uh, this magnificent studio. Let's scroll down. Donald Trump's team and allies are moving swiftly to draw political benefit from an unannounced search by FBI agents at the former president's Mar-a-Lago home on Monday, and they're keeping tabs of Republicans who aren't, in their view, sufficiently rushing to his defense. Now, uh, I would say that's uh, insufficient because I can't imagine a Republican, a placeholder Republican, uh, and that's how they should be referred. They're referred to. They're just placeholders just until a Democrat gets their job or until a non-white Republican gets their job. If they're white Republicans, they're just a placeholder, just waiting to turn it over to a non-white person, which is what the re replacement, uh, which rather the rhino Republican, which is a party, the establishment party, that's all they're doing is uh, moving to replace all of their white candidates and office holders with non-white ones. Because why? They're anti-white. Because the sewing circle feels just so warm and fuzzy about it. They're just so warm and fuzzy. Let's get some more non-whites in. Oh, so is Herschel Walker is his name and he can't string two sentences together? Or at least from what I've been able to see, just as an aside. Maybe the guy's actually really bright if you get one-on-one -on -one with him. Uh, he was a great athlete, though. That's true. But I just even if he's even if his name is Herschel Walker and he's got children with like half a dozen women. Oh, doesn't matter. Let me just thump on my Bible somewhere. Can I rub my rosary? Can I rub my rosary more for this this black man who's going to stand up and defend us all? Doesn't matter how many kids he had a, how, and how many if he had five or six kids or whatever it was with five or six different women out of wedlock. And how many of those women, by the way, I'm just wondering. Uh, Herschel, were white. I'm wondering how many of them were white. And now you have all these white people who are just like, how wonderful, how wonderful that these professional black athletes go through white women like the Gatorade they use on the sideline. How wonderful that is. What a great country that it's so tough on black males in the United States. How many did he actually have sex with? 
And by the way, nobody is also talking, just the sewing circle, not talking about the STDs that he was probably spreading from one to the other, right? All of this out of wedlock sex. Boy, these Republicans, just great people, right? For hours, a word of the search was kept to a close group of aides, lawyers, and Trump family members as it was taking place in real time. Then Trump confirmed the news in a lengthy statement only after it leaked out late in the afternoon that agents had left a left Mar-Lago. The bombshell set off. You know, the only uh, non-white, it would have to be a statesman that I would say damn right to would be one that says this is about anti-whiteism destroying the white race and America because it's obvious. Then I would support that. I wouldn't support all of these these placeholder Republicans. No. So let's get Herschel Walker to say that. Let's get Herschel to say that. Let's have a let's have a bet, Herschel. Let's have a bet. We'll have a bet. You're like twice my size, I think. We'll have a bet. We'll get out on the football field and we'll do the drill. No pads, no pads. We'll do I will do the drill. The alley with you. You can have the football, no blockers, no D-line, just you and me. And if I can either tackle you or push you out of bounds over the pads before you get into the end zone, you have to say this is about anti-whiteism and the anti-whites victimizing the white race, the anti-whites destroying Western civilization, destroying Western civilization under the banner of anti-whiteism. Let's do that, Herschel. You're, you're like twice my size. So let's do that. How much does Herschel Walker weigh? Does anybody know? He's still in great shape. I don't know how much older he is than me, but he's still in great shape from an uh, interview I saw uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago. Let's do that. That's my challenge to you. If you get by me, if you get by if I don't tackle you, or I can't get you to, your foot to touch one of the pads, then you don't have to say anti-whiteism. But if I do, then you have to. It's your word you have to show up with. Trump confirmed the news in a lengthy statement only after it leaked out late in the afternoon that agents had left Mar-Lago. The bombshell set off fan, uh, fran frantic, hasty arranged calls am uh, among Trump allies to discuss how to celebrate how to celebrate a response. I'm sorry, calibrate. I, I absolutely there is uh, a conspiracy of all printers and, and monitors against me to make my vision seem somewhat impaired to calibrate a response. And soon enough, a clear narrative emerged from them. The search uh, represented a deliberate political targeting, one that underscored the Democrats' perception of Trump as a political threat. Quote, they're going to drastically use this to rally their allies, GOP leaders on Capitol Hill and juice for his political agenda and run in 2024, said a person close to the Trump operation. If there was a 99% chance, it's 100% now. He makes it part of his platform going after the FBI. Trump called it not necessary or appropriate. His allies called it the weaponization of law enforcement and an escalatory move by a federal government. Uh, they conspiratorially say is out to destroy Trump ahead of any presidential run. The FBI, DOJ, have declined to comment on, on 
the search. Biden administration officials said they had no advance notice of it. Horseshit. What a joke. Nobody believes that. You people are brain dead. I mean, this guy has been in circles for like five minutes trying to get his jacket on. How pathetic is this? Alongside the uh, anger toward the FBI, the sense among Trump allies was the search uh, could be a potential political boon for the ex-president. Both the person close to Trump and another individual who is in touch with the former president speculated that he would now expedite his decision to announce a presidential bid. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, let's see. Do it tweeted. Do it 45. Trump 2024. Well, wouldn't that make him 47? President number 47. While Trump's team uh, was bullish about the political benefits of being targeted by the FBI, the situation comes with clear and obvious downside. Legal experts said that it would be highly unlikely that the agency would have taken such action without clear evidence of wrongdoing, noting the rarity of a former president being targeted so aggressively. The search would require the sign off of a federal judge or magistrate, which, by the way, uh, I'll just go ahead. I think this is the guy. I think this is the guy. What's his name? Does somebody know his name? I don't think they say it here. Somebody write his name in and then tell me if I have the picture of the right guy. Let's jump down a little bit. The, ju the judge or magistrate that did it. On top of that, Trump is embroiled in a number of legal dramas and headaches. Uh, he's th These are the attacks. These This is the endless Democrat attack on the founding stock of the United States represented by the avatar of Donald Trump. They they did not. They made it impossible for him to govern for four years with endless allegations, endless investigations. And then uh, the compliant anti-white media, including Fox News, and even more so with this pederast, in my opinion, I mean, it could be wrong. Uh, Ryan on the as the chair on the board there over at Fox, uh, they have been anti-Trump and therefore anti Western kind as well, anti-Western civiliz civilization as well. Then they turn around and they say, well, boy, Trump just can't get anything done because he's just gotten himself embroiled in so many messes. I would call this treason. All right, we got, uh, let's see, Trump in the bed. And then, then, then they're going to recite some of those. I'm not even going to bother. And then there's Nance there. Nance, who said... Uh, and I saw this the other day. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Tell me if it's not true. But she was saying there is a firm connection and relationship with China because when she was a child, uh, her father told her that if she dug deeply enough in the sand, she would reach China. That's no joke. That for her, intellectually, the basis of a relationship with China began as a child when she didn't understand the joke that you can't dig to China. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Check with CNN. They searched through Trump's items, according to a person familiar with the day's events. Person noted papers were seized from the home. Trump has kept his primary residence. Okay, okay. Uh, in the hours after Trump issued his statement, a slew of prominent Republicans and allies ranging from the RNC. Uh, okay, McDaniel, yes, of course. They all, this is not a drill. Unprecedented move. Biden's FBI raids President Trump's home. Time to take back Congress. What does that mean? Time, really for these placeholder Republicans, these shills, 
What does it mean? It means uh, just put me in as a placeholder again. These rhinos, if they're not saying the name of the white race, as I said before, if they're not saying Westman for man, woman, and child, white, man, woman, and child, if they're not saying Western kind, if they're not saying white race, if they're using these proxy positions of Christian, rule of law, decorum, norm for our civilization, uh, sanctity of governance, sanctity of the vote, if they're using this and more, these proxy positions, they are an enemy of yours. Do you understand? And I'm talking about everybody, even the dissident Republicans who are flying now under the Trump banner and are being uh, supported by and named by Donald Trump. If they don't say white race, if Trump doesn't say white race, Western kind, Westman, if he doesn't say it, he's lying. It's a deceptive dog whistle. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy needs to be thrown out of office. He said something about uh, clear your calendars. Is that here too? Do they say it here? Yeah, this is Kevin McCarthy's statement. I've seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. When Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversights of this department, follow the facts, and leave no stone unturned, he squealed. Attorney General Merrick Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. That pussy isn't going to do anything. These are big words from cowards. These are big words from folks who want you to put them back in office, keep them in office, uh, keep them uh, with the fame and the weapon of uh, of the uh, the money that they make and the uh, the popularity that they get and the private money that they make off to the side they all come out of uh being in politician millionaires magically being politicians uh, they just want to be there the placeholders selfishly serving themselves selfishly serving their sexuality selfishly serving etc but it has nothing to do with you and me it has nothing to do they'll they'll put on some kangaroo some show uh, uh, some, some some of these show hearings to say, look, voters, look, donors, look what I did uh, for you. Look what I did for our people. And then they're going to say what? You know what they're going to say? Golly shucks. These Democrats are getting in the way again. They are not. They are invoking a point of procedure that is rarely used and they're stopping us dead in our tracks. That's what they're going to say to you. That's what they're going to say. And then you're going to go home a loser again. How many times do you have to lose is my question to you. How many times do you want to? And then look at this one right here. Lindsey Graham, another one that's got to be thrown out. What did he say? No one is above the law, he said. The law must be above politics. Bullshit. Bullshit. You know what that means? He and the other Republicans, they all need to be thrown out. This is what it means when they're talking about this. They are saying, it is the, the law, the procedures, the rules. Those are the things that I'm going to allow the Democrats to tie my hands with. I'm going to act all feisty, especially that one, Lindsey Graham. Oh, he's a feisty one, isn't he? The sewing circle, just they get all riled up when Lindsey Graham comes to town. Bend over, young man, when Lindsey Graham comes to town. The sewing circle gets all fired up. And it's not just young men. 
it's anything for that guy. That's the word, at least on the Hill. That's the word on the Hill. Now, again, I can tell you the rumors. I can't tell you if these things are true. When it comes to Paul Ryan, when it comes to Lindsey Graham, when it comes to these people, I can only tell you what all of the staffs rumor around about because I worked on the Hill, because I know people there, because it continues. I can only tell you they're rumors. I can't tell you if these things are true. All right. So right now I'm just I'm getting more news live that the FBI is going out and confiscating other materials that obviously have nothing to do. And I'm, I got to go back to the to the binding the hands thing have nothing to do with the documents. But this is all happening at the exact same time, the documents at Mar-a-Lago. So what are we being sold here again? What are we being sold yet again, ladies and gentlemen? Back quickly to Lindsey Graham and these other uh, anti-white placeholder uh, jackasses uh, in the Republican Party. They are telling you when they say the rule of law is preeminent, the the norms and customs, et cetera, of Congress, they are preeminent. We all have to abide by them. We all have to abide by those rules and laws and norms and customs procedures. What they're saying to when they say those things are preeminent, what they're saying is, this is what I'm going to tell you so many months down the road. So a year and a half down the road, whatever it might be, after I've after I've gotten out on camera and postured real big, postured real big. Especially in these in these uh, uh, investigations where I where I turn on my little microphone, click and I'm not going to stand for this sort of, and then I get a little soundbite that they'll show on Fox to my voters. I'll get that, all of that material in during these investigations. And then I'm going to go on Hannity. I'm going to go on Ingram. I'm going to go on these different uh, shows and platforms. And then I'm going to say, well, you know, they're just so underhanded. They've invoked X, Y, or Z. And now there's just nothing we can do because we don't break the law like they do. Do you really have to wait for this to happen? You know that's what's going to happen, right? You know that's what's going to happen. Do you have to wait? What's the final words on this? We'll wrap this up. Florida Governor DeSantis and his office also uh, weren't given a heads up about the search. In a tweet, the Republican governor called it another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. While people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Yes. Why do you keep talking about this? Uh, one former advisor to Trump uh, noting DeSantis tweet and referencing the possibility that the governor governor could mount a presidential bid of his own said they thought this moment amounted to, quote, the one thing that could unite different factions in the party. Well, how does it unite them? And that's an important thing to understand here, isn't it? What is wh- what is it really that is uniting them? What's uniting them is. The Republicans, these placeholder rhino Republicans, are able to go like this. And they can see that a vast number of their constituency are not going to support them. They're not going to financially gift them. They're not going to vote for them. And that means that they'll lose in their elections. That means maybe they'll end up having to say things or do things or take positions 
that will ultimately, when it comes to vote for them again, when their when their like election cycle comes, that they will lose their bid for whatever it is, whatever seat they hold. It is not uniting them on the basis of principle or morality. These people, Republican placeholders, have no principles. They have no morality. They don't obey the rule of law. Stop thinking these things. These are their precious lies that they tell you so that they can always have a way out of actually going to war, metaphorically, with Democrats. Do you get it yet? Do you want to continue to give these people money and put them in office and have their asses warm seats of sick people, just sick people? Is that what you want? Because when they say the rule of law is what's important, what they're saying is, this is my way out. This is how I can posture like a great champion of my constituency and then gloriously get defeated. This is the way that I can get defeated with a moral principle when they don't have a single scruple in their bodies. How much clearer do I have to make it? So the question is, as the FBI continues now to investigate and raid uh, those other associates who are close, I don't know if I want to say that person's name or not, but yeah, you can. I'll take a quick look at Cash App. I'll take a quick look at your comments. Okay, Cash App, we're going to go. This is the final segment of the show. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I think is going on. I'm going to look really quickly at the few notes I have here and uh, tell you the what we have to do. Art Acrobats, God bless you, man, for showing up with $2.99 over there on Cash App. And he says here, we are the crest of a wave. Hop on, folks. I love that. That's Art Acrobats, ladies and gentlemen. Big thumbs up to you, brother. I, that We are the crest of a great wave. Hop on, folks. Yeah, we better hope that that me and others like those we have here uh, are the ones who end up informing, leading, uh, controlling, dominating the resistance to anti-whiteism in the United States and elsewhere around the world. Because if not, if you don't if you don't end up with the Republican placeholder scum, uh, sexual degenerate scum and degenerate in, in many ways. If you don't end up with that, uh, then you might end up with the dissenters within the Republican Party uh, who, who are uh, cheerleaders, political cheerleaders and the like, and they're not going to be able to accomplish anything <clears throat> because you need heroism. You don't need cheerleaders. You know, when you, when you want to win the big game, do you get the great athletes out on the field? Or do you ask the cheerleaders to come off the sidelines and get into the game? I submit to you that that would be a very bloody, broken bone, disgusting mess for your group of cheerleaders. All right. Looks like we are blank over there on Odyssey. Hello to anybody that's there. Hello to the folks over. I don't see any tags for me over on D Live. Let me take a quick look at entropy. Entropy is blank and it does it is working. Uh, there are a couple of people there. 
So what's going on? Oh, let me scroll through. Let me scroll through YouTube quickly. Caleb says, let's give out samples of no white guilt on street corners. Ma'am, could I interest you in some no white guilt? <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, Art Acrobat saying the quartering has a huge following and very open to talking to white positive people. I'm pretty sure that he would talk to you. Brother, reach out to that guy. I have dropped messages before and he does have a massive uh, following and uh, it's and I've sent him emails and all. maybe he's not seen them, uh, but he's you know, he's he's very fond of these. Uh, like dissenter Republicans, these these milk toast, these milk toast resistance uh, folks, and uh, so I don't know. If you think he would talk to me, reach out to him and uh, tell him about me, and I will, I will definitely appear with him. If you would like to talk about things, you know, ultimately, people like the quartering and elsewhere. If they want the things they care about to survive, they're going to need somebody who is pure fire. They're not going to need a late night comedian. That's not going to cut it. They're not going to need a, a bitchy female. That's not going to cut it. They're not going to need uh, these half measures. It's not going to cut it. These The Democrats, these anti-whites are murderers. These anti-whites uh, will use every institution to destroy you. There is no uh, there is no norm. There is no morality. There is no law that they won't break and, and step over. And, and the kind of person you need in that environment is one that has been in physical fights. You're not going to be able to get, take somebody, some meek, uh, apparatchik looking uh, male or female who hasn't been physically punched in the face, who hasn't been uh, put on the ground and is having the air choked out of them and is and is feeling the blows to the face and feeling the eyes swelling shut and wondering if the nose is broken and feeling the teeth missing and that keeps fighting and wins. If you don't have somebody like that, then you don't have a chance. If you don't have somebody that's felt all of that and then kept fighting and won, you don't have a chance because you know what? Shit gets real, real. When you're on the ground and in a fight, it gets real. It gets permanent. And that's what happens in the real world when you are face to face with monsters like this, with demons like this. You got to be ready to go the distance that has to be traveled to win, to have victory. Because there is no path. There is no path in the law of the jungle against evil that can be off limits to trod. Do you understand me? Because evil will walk all paths. And so you have to be willing to walk them too. And there can't, there can't be a laugh at the end of it. There can't be a, I'm just joking at the end of it. Okay. Let's, uh, this is what happens. I'm going to just, I'll keep an eye out for you all. Double zero, double two said they can go free. Yeah, all of those, uh, maybe you're talking about the me-nots. Every single one of them can just go free themselves. 
Every me not out there, go free yourself. Go free yourself hardcore. Double zero, double two. They should join us instead of being jealous about it. They can be great champions. Exactly, I agree. And and there 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 have been me nots out there that uh, have turned away from that garbage, and uh, they are absolutely welcome to pick up the go free method. Okay, yeah, the guys the guy's name was the judge. Just Judge Bruce Reinhardt was the one who signed off on this raid. Let's see if uh, I'll just throw it over the entire pic screen. I won't put it up on one of the TVs. Let's find what uh, Judge Bruce Anti-White Reinhardt. Is that him? Is that Judge Reinhardt? Judge Bruce Reinhardt? Anti-White Democrat supporter of Obama? ties interestingly supposedly that this guy left his job in the federal government to defend associates of epstein i'm not saying this is true look it up for yourself it's being said that this is the case and that all of those people had their charges dropped against them that this guy this guy this guy's real good and so now he's back in the government it's amazing it's amazing how these anti-wise these democrats roll like that Kingdom of Inland, if Trump runs and wins in 24, he will be, to my knowledge, one of the two presidents to have two non-consecutive presidential terms. That's right. The other was Grover Cleveland. You're right about that. Uh, and remember, what this anti-white bastard calls himself is irrelevant to us, folks. To those of us who are going free, what he calls, I don't give a shit what he calls. I take away from him what he calls himself. I don't give him that right. I take it away. All I care about is what he believes in and how he acts. And then I acknowledge that he is an anti-white. I don't care if he's a great father. I don't care if he calls himself uh, whatever fan or whatever religion or whatever it might be. All of that's totally immaterial. The moment, because he, him and his life and what he likes is worth nothing to me. It's meaningless to me. All that matters to me is if are you going to be supportive of our crusade against anti-whiteism? If you are, then your life totally matters to me. You're a wonderful person. Are you neutral? Then I couldn't care. Just get out of the way. If you're anti-white, all the rest of your life doesn't matter. I don't care if you have saved hundreds of babies by giving uh, brain transplants to them. I don't care. All that matters about you is that you're anti-white. And why is that? Because I put my people in the center of my story. And it's damn well time that we do. Because no one's defending the white race. No one is standing up for our most vulnerable members. You have anti-whites out there in the world that will say that there's nothing going on against demonstrating how deep the corruption and how deep the psychological uh, warfare is on the population that emanates from the anti-white narrative. That all that matters is what they see on TV. Because on TV and in movies and in books, there's no persecution, discrimination against Western kind. There are no white babies who are screaming and crying about being 
about uh, being white and they don't want to be white and they're asking their parents, do I always have to be white? That doesn't happen in fiction, but it happens everywhere in the real world. Doing exactly what I just said, demonstrating the psychological warfare waged on the totality of the citizenry all around Western civilization. I make this clearer than everyone else with the go-free method. And it's just time to tell it like it is. Me nots be damned. So here's what happened. And here's what should have happened. The, Demo uh, the Trump and his associates should have anticipated this, among other things that I'm not going to say because I don't want to give any ideas. But they should have anticipated his homes being raided. They should have taken steps that I won't say because I don't want, by, by way of me, not saying that it would have to come by me. It could come by elsewhere. I'm just not going to be me. The thread of investigation that could be initiated by Democrats, anti-whites of both parties, uh, is just not going to come. Steps should have been taken. There are several things that could have been done uh, to anticipate and to profit from this happening. The odds that this would happen were not a certainty, that is, homes would be raided like this, but high on the list. In fact, if you really wanted to get down into some, some deep chess, uh, you could have instigated this. Now, I don't think that's what Trump and his crew did, but I hope that they took the steps that they could have taken before something like this happened. Now, the Democrats wanted to, under this, what might end up being, I don't think it's just a, a, a pretext, raid Trump's home to get these documents. It need only be this, by the way, though. But remember, anti-whites almost never do things for one reason. They almost never do things for one reason. They'll find multiple reasons and then hope to achieve outcomes on all or some. So it could be, though, that all they need is to get some documentation that he took from the White House. It doesn't even have to be anything important. And they can then play it up. They can play it up as though it's uh, the treason to the United States and the most treasonous act that has ever been done. Uh, some meaningless document that people like Laura Ingram or Sean Hannity would whine on and on and on about how it's really meaningless. And let me compare to you over the past 20 years, all of these different incidents and who gives a shit? Why aren't you out of breath yet? All they need is one. They'll play it up. And they, not, they need not even one because they could fabricate one. Uh, and this, I'm just saying, I'm not saying they're doing that. I'm saying they could do that. They could fabricate one. And in my opinion, the Democrats have done this before, fabricated things. I mean, maybe that's one of the things that CNN and MSNBC and they all have recently admitted that, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that, that was fabricated. But so uh, continuing, though, they could just fabricate something now. The concern for the Democrats is that you have so many people 
white people across the United States that are sick and tired of being victimized by this political system. They had no oxygen. They were dying. They were being asphyxiated by the anti-whites until a maverick came along. A maverick that maybe he cares a little bit about white people, maybe none at all. He's not going on and on talking about us. He's not mentioning that we are the source of the attack, but he's going to be everyone's president. But here's the source of the attack, and it's disgusting. And so we have to put an end. People of all all immutable characteristics, good people have to put an end to this. He's not doing that. And yet these people who were asphyxiated for the first time in their lives were able to draw a tiny bit of a breath. And you saw them turn out with that oxygen in their blood, a renewed heartbeat. You saw them turn out in the millions across this country, like nothing you've ever seen. At rally after rally, after filling stadiums everywhere. And and this is with all of the establishment media and tech media doing everything they can, all dominated, both both of them, dominated by anti-whites. And you know it, we know it, it's obvious. Democrat voters doing everything they can to conceal the number of people, uh, the, the number of supporters, how, how celebratory those people are, everything they can to conceal it. Still, it was obvious. These people, white people, were turning out because of that tiny bit of oxygen, a maverick to this system that might, maybe just might, with his dog whistling, which was, of course, we know the deceptive dog whistling, give us a moment's reprieve from anti-whiteism. These people can't articulate that it's anti-whiteism. They haven't received it yet. Until they get the go-free method, until they hear uh, good people out there of all races using anti-white, anti-whiteism, they don't know. They can't put a wrapper around it and articulate it, understand it through by way of a concept and a lens that is beneficial to them. They know they need a reprieve, though. They turned out for Trump. Anti-whites of both parties saw this. And they made sure that Trump did not win re-election. They made sure that a guy who is a, a feckless, hollow, rigor mortis, corpse-in-chief campaigning from his basement got the most votes in the country's history. They made sure that he got that number of votes. And of course, every single one of those votes were legitimate and that this corpse made it to the White House. And now the corpse in the White House and the implementation of anti-white strategies by way of the corpse in chief, you know him well, President Mortis for Riga Mortis, uh, is ruining the lives of almost everyone in the United States. So much so that he And therefore, the party that represents the policies have the lowest rating in memory for a president. They hate this guy. Everywhere you go, uh, even Democrat voters hate what has happened to the country. They hate that their lives have been upturned by the rising cost, the inflation, the uh, gas prices, everything. Now, there are articles even coming out Thanks to the busing of the intruders who were they're not invited. So they're intruders to the country, even though they're wonderful people. 
busing them up to states like New York and California. They need to be bused. Remember, they're doing exactly like I, I told you they would, where they are appealing to the federal government for our dollars to pay for these people. Now, D.C., New York and elsewhere, and they'll get those dollars. So these people need to be bused to the neighborhoods of the wealthy Democrats. Set up Texas and the rest. If I were the governor of Virginia, I would set them up in these places. I would find where the wealthy Democrats are in Connecticut, New York, Maine, Vermont, these places that all love to vote Democrat. I would buy me a warehouse. I would construct a warehouse and I would begin shipping these people like there's no tomorrow. I would receive them from Texas and move them on. Because these people are being shipped to these places, even though the federal government is going to end up intervening, stealing from us to pay for them in these states, Democrats are losing in polls, losing a stomach for immigration. That's how that is how nasty a Democrat voter is. That is how characterless Democrat voters are. Don't give me that these are good people. Look at that. As soon as these Democrat voters find out that, wait a second, my personal world will change. These people might get shipped to my neighborhood. Wait, I don't know if I like this anymore. They're fine with your world getting changed. Do you remember when I had the conversation with that Democrat voter, anti-white piece of shit, where he said, well, you only object to uh, these people coming in, these intruders coming into the country and being rapists. If, if, if one is a rapist, that was the premise of the conversation. Um, because you are fill in the blank, racist or white supremacist. That'd be the only reason to object to it. And I pointed out, well, no, just because, and because he was saying you could get raped by somebody who's a citizen here. They've been here for 10 generations. And I pointed out that saying that I could suffer a crime from X and therefore I should be okay with magnifying the possibility that I could be suffered from a crime by Y. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't make things better. You're still increasing the rate of this type of crime by doing so. And I kept saying to him, setting him up in the conversation, because I know Democrat voters. I know anti-whites. I know them. I know that they have no morality whatsoever. They are immoral or amoral at best, that they're all self-serving, that they don't care about what happens to their fellow white man. And they really don't care what happens to their fellow non-white man, but they want the victimization of white people. And so this guy, white, white guy, anti-white, I kept saying to him, setting him up, I hope it's not your wife, a Jewish wife, and she was anti-white, and your uh, uh, daughter or son, whatever the child was, I can't remember. I guess it was a daughter. I hope it's not your wife and daughter that get ends up getting raped by one of these people, these intruders who come over. Uh, and he's he's the one, uh, even though 99.9% of them are wonderful people, he's the one that's actually a rapist. And he comes over and then he ends up raping your daughter and your wife. I hope it doesn't happen to you. And I said it a couple of times, a few times, maybe even almost a handful of times during the conversation, setting him up. And then finally he said, what are the odds that it'll be my daughter and wife? That is the kind of people that a Democrat voter is. What are the odds that it'll be my wife? They don't care if it's your wife. They want it to be your wife and daughter. What are the odds that it'll be my wife and daughter? Well, my friends, if I were the governor of Virginia, it would be high. 
because I'd be shipping all of these wonderful people. And, you know, at, when you ship a lot of people uh, on once in a while, there'll be a bad apple, even from the wonderful countries of Central and South America. So I would make sure the odds of it being one of your wife or your daughter would go through the roof because I would move them right to your area, every single one of them. And so that's happening. And now the Democrats and these polls are saying, we don't really know about this immigration anymore. Kind of worried about them getting shipped. What if what if the governor decides to move them right to our neighborhood? And so they're getting worried. That's what you're up against with these Democrats. What they want to do throughout Trump's, what they did do throughout Trump's tenure of these four years, just to summarize what I was saying, they hit him and therefore us Really, it was about us, but it's through him, the avatar, with endless investigations, endless claims, the assertion that it was his fault. He keeps finding himself in these bad situations. He's such a bad guy. They then ensured that rigor mortis became the president. The policies that the Democrats have put into effect while rigor mortis has been a president have are destroying the country in, in numerous ways. In my opinion, I call it destruction of the company, in my opinion. They see that all of those scores and scores of millions of white people and good non-white people of all immutable characteristics are longing for the four years of Trump. And they see that massive numbers of folks who had been hating on Trump and who had been, uh, you know, sitting on the fence so that they always have to visit their proctologist for the injuries of being there, that those people are longing for the days of Trump. Trump then saying, I'm going to run in 2024 would be it. What is it mean? How hard would it be? And I'm not saying that the Democrats did this in the, in the past presidential uh, run, but moving forward, if the Democrats wanted to steal the election in 2024, how hard would it be now? Might Trump get something like 90, 93, 95 million votes? How many votes then would you have to turn out for the opposition? Hundred. I mean, you would have to be worried that you would need at least 100 million votes that you would have to turn out. You might have to do something like come up with some reason for why everybody has to stay home so that it's harder for people to watch the polls and it's it's easier for people to mail in ballots and drop ballots off. You would have to do a lot of things to steal an election in the future. Trump announcing that he's running is almost a foregone conclusion that he wins in 24 because of what has happened. And because of how bad times are going to continue in these United States, might not hit you personally, but it's going to be hitting a lot of people. A lot of people are looking at things like this, this brand new uh, Inflation Reduction Act, where uh, they are going to tax the hell out of you and spend wildly. Now, remember, sane people like myself said during COVID, when they, they gave you that money, they're going to come for it. They are going to come for it. And it's not going to be everybody they gave the money to. It's just going to be the middle class that they come for it from. And that's exactly what this does. They're talking about big business. 
but the the income in and out is what ten thousand dollars into your earnings they're coming for the middle class with heavy taxation to pull money out of the economy to reduce inflation at the same time they are going to give money wildly to anti-white endeavors which enriches anti-whites which buys democrat votes and specifically big anti-white endeavors with uh, focused on things like global warming or the, the climate change farce that they talk about, which is not to say that there's no climate change. And that money is going to be able to find its way right back to the Democrat, uh, Democrat Party to finance their politicians again and to finance other anti-white Democrat endeavors by that party. Things are going to be a challenge. They're going to continue to be like this, the challenge you are experiencing now. For the rest of the term. That is what you're going to have to face. People are going to be getting more and more upset with that. Anti-whites who vote Democrat know that. So how do they head Trump off at the pass? There isn't going to be an act. There isn't going to be an argument that they're going to be able to make that he's such a bad guy to overcome the selfish desires. And now these are legitimate selfish desires of voters to be able to uh, take a vacation and they'll have to spend all of their money on eggs and milk because the prices have stayed high. They're going to have to have something better than that. The only thing better than that is to legally prevent him from running for office. It won't need, I don't believe, potentially here, uh, a conviction. They could get a conviction. The Democrats can get the law to do whatever they want it to do, always, throughout the totality of our lives. As I point out, there is no law in the United States. There is no rule of law. And anybody who is saying there is, they're just fooling themselves. They're lying to themselves, either because they're scared of the truth or they're too dumb to get it. The law is used by those in power to set it aside so as to enrich and empower their own and to be dilated to undermine their opposition. That is the rule of law today. So we are a lawless nation and it's time that we say so. It's time that we acknowledge it. Republicans are going to be saying, these placeholder Republicans are going to be saying, we don't wanna be a lawless nation. We have to be a, a nation of laws, not of men. All of these little uh, quips that are absolutely vacuous and useless, utterly insipid. These are what they're going to be delivering to you again. We are already a nation of men, criminal men, anti-white men and women. We are already that. We have been that for our lives. As I hear gunshots outside, we have been that for our lives. It is time to acknowledge the truth because you have to be able to acknowledge the truth to get at the proper thinking to remedy the problem. We are an illegitimate state. This state, none of us were born in the United States, in my opinion. None of us. We need to acknowledge this. Anti-white oligarchs 
use bureaucracies and politicians a little less to dominate our lives, to victimize us, the white people of Western civilization, to white erase our projection, our, our Western civilization, things like the concepts of rule of law and order, freedom of association, right to self-defense, freedom of speech, which by the way, I haven't heard anyone ever else ever articulate is the freedom to hear like I articulated. It is the freedom to hear as much as it is the freedom to speak. They use these things to erode and take away. This is what the Democrats do. So they wanted to take these documents and there's a, a simultaneous, and I'll get to that in a moment. But now I'm going to stick with, they wanted to get these documents so that they can open an investigation and then there'll be a constitutional crisis. Can a candidate who was a former president of the United States run for office again while he is being investigated for a crime that would bar him from office? They can roll that out forever because the Democrats can make the law do whatever they want. And then, of course, with a conviction, according to this, he can't run for president again. This is how the Democrats can prevent you and me from having a reprieve to whatever degree and a hope of an awareness of collective identity, collective victimization, therefore collective self-defense. That's how they can deny it to us, by denying Trump the ability to run for office, even though he is not white sympathetic or white positive. They want to put this into the grave. They don't want white people identifying ourselves as a group, as a victimized group. Because identifying ourselves as a victimized group enables us to uh, construct a collective defense for our individual well-being. This is what my life's mission was about freeing Western kind of anti-whiteism so that the spirit of the West could rise in our brothers and sisters everywhere they are, every department they're in, every office they hold, every tank they drive, whatever it might be. And they can do what needs to be done given the context that they are in and to have the tools with which to be victorious. This is what the Democrats are endeavoring to prevent. Now. Other things that they were obviously after with this, in my opinion, was any documents about that, that they might be able to use against cohorts of Donald Trump's, any associates, anybody that called him friend, anybody who stood by him at any point so that they can pressure these people. And as I was likening the pressure to torture in days days of yore when really, you know, remember we had the torture at Guantanamo Bay and everything, uh, but likening it to the torture of days of yore where we learned better, this is for the purpose of getting the lie. This is for the purpose of getting the lies, getting the these fraudulent stories out of these associates, friends, uh, one-time person who said hello, so that the media can tell the masses this co-conspirator has admitted to all of us, what he and, and she and Trump, they were all up to what it was all about. 
to malign him, to vilify him, and therefore to vilify and malign all of us, to put an end to any resistance against the anti-whites by way of the vehicle of the Democrat Party in this case. So they are already with information that they've already captured, potentially from information that they captured in Mar-Lago, going after, or maybe because they didn't get information that they would have liked to have captured at Mar-Lago, the FBI is out and already confiscating uh, phones and et cetera from other individuals who stood by Trump at some point. And all of that, as I say again, is to force false confessions, in my opinion, to prevent Trump from running. So it's not just about the documents that he may have taken, but it is about them. It's not just about Patriot's Day, but it is about Patriot's Day. It's not just about X, but it is about X. It's anything that these evil SOBs can do to malign you and me, white America, and of course all the good people of all races who would, and immutable characteristics who would stand by us by way of our avatar who might not care, give a shit about white people, Donald J. Trump. That's what it's all about. And now I'll take a look at what you're saying. I'm gonna take a look at my notes really quick here too, just to see if I missed anything. Governments filled with favoritism and bribes. And uh, it, it, this is not a banana republic. There, another thing Republicans are throwing around is banana republic. Uh, I would not. I mean, I might throw I might throw out banana republic on like a stream where I have a hundred of you watching or something. But if I were in office, this is nowhere. A banana republic implies um, that uh, I, I think technically it's it's one of these like um, these countries from like Central South America that have no money and there's corruption, et cetera. They got to, it, it's not what this is. This is hardcore, big money, big power, anti-white oligarchic police state USA. That's what this is. USA Incorporated. Because it's just another product, in my opinion. There's not going to be, and don't let anyone tell you this, there's not going to be a civil war there can be a civil war, but it's not going to be between Trump supporters or the white America who has gotten a breath of oxygen and a moment of reprieve and is now starting to come together and having this uh, awakening of sorts, sort of like these shallow dreams of putting an end to the pain that we can put an end to for them. That's not going to be a civil war. And I've explained to you all, a lot of content, a lot of stupid content creators are saying this, a lot of misguided, a lot of midwits and uber midwits content creators are saying it. That's not what's going to happen. There can't, it can't happen because there is no center of resistance. There cannot be a civil war by way of Trump. There can I'm going to go ahead and say it tonight. I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. So I'm out in front of everybody and the few who will remember uh, will uh, will maybe tell people that they're wrong when they say that, oh, well, this this, I don't know, political cheerleader came up with it. There can be a civil war, not in the immediate future, but there can be a civil war in the future, a hot civil war. But it will be preceded 
uh, by rumblings of it among and within the Democrat Party. It will be anti-white Democrat voters, not the party is having like a split and a conflict. The party may split, but it will be among anti-whites in these nodes of power. Remember, we talked about the nodes of power. We didn't know how many nodes of power anti-whites held until the summer of anti-white terror. And that gave us an opportunity to finally see that no one had recourse because so many nodes of power, county, state, and federal government were held by anti-whites. Even governors didn't have recourse to do the things they wanted to do to help people who were victimized by the anti-white terrorists in the streets. That demonstrated to us that anti-whites control too many nodes of power to be able to have basic recourse when things go wrong. That told us a lot. It gave us a, a temperature of where we were. Anti-whites at this point, as if they're not defeated, if they're not defeated, anti-whites of various types will, and it could coincide with what we've talked about before, which is uh, the event horizon when it comes to white well-being, where everything begins to fall apart for anti-whites because individually within groups of anti-white groups, whether it's the individual sees it as racial or individual sees it as sexual or whatever it might be, a certain percentage of them get to the point in each of these and enough of these groups get to the point where they see that the white race that they've been victimizing and getting the joy from by victimizing and also getting uh, the plunder and the lust satisfied by way of the victimizing are less of an issue than some other faction of this infernal anti-white coalition. When that happens, this event horizon, you can then see the possibility of a legitimate, a real division and a taking of sides. It may break up into a couple and then end up in two or three. And you could end up seeing, you will end up seeing if it gets to that, assassinations. And it won't be us. I mean, we might end up, people who were care about America might end up getting blamed for it here or there. Uh, it will, but most likely what will happen, or not most likely, it will be anti-whites killing each other for power, for outcome. There will be a targeted assassinations of political figures, targeted assassinations of business owners. Uh, and then you'll see uh, different groups in the military uh, begin going at each other. It would be small arms and things at first. You would see uh, government uh, agencies have a shootout with a state agency. You would see uh, different branches of the military end up having it out at a rally somewhere, and they would kill a bunch of members of each. Sides would, would get further cemented with the blood that spilled. Anti-whites would all claim that the other side of anti-whites are in cahoots with white people and white people who uh, legacy, the legacy majority 
and uh, they will want to and they're they're in cahoots with them because and, and they're going to benefit them somehow. And that makes them even more evil and uh, more reprehensible than we already say that they are, because they're both sides will be saying that. And then when it comes to the criminal prosecutions of these events, they'll go out and they'll find white patsies. They'll go out and they'll find white people from poor neighborhoods or whatever's left here or there, and they'll stand them up against the wall for machine gunning, and it'll be videotaped. That will be, that's the event horizon. That is how it will slowly lurch to civil war in the United States. Anybody saying anything else is, is a sensationalist lying or, or just midwit. And I'm tired of having to put up with the midwits. I'm sick of it. There obviously a lot of them, a lot of content creators and organization leaders are midwits or even uber midwits that are me nots. And that's why they don't hear my takes and then see it just as you all are seeing right now, as I lay it out, you all are going, Oh my God, that is exactly how it would play out. And the only way that it could play out just as I'm explaining it like that, they're doing it too, but they don't want that to spread. They don't want, their followings to know about me and all of you and the go free method. So there's not going to be any civil war like they talk about. I've talked about Republicans are just placeholders. These IRS, this IRS bill that's coming for 87,000 armed. For some reason, IRS agents are going to be armed. Is this going to be some sort of like Praetorian guard? They're going to be coming to middle-class people armed with their own police force to take, uh, what, to have shootouts with you? What are the Democrats planning? Do you think that sewing circle Republicans, gelded males, are going to be able to stand up to that? Do you think that these dissenter and these cheerleader, these cheerleader uh, uh, poli uh, groups of uh, politics uh, and uh, dissenting Republican voices, do you think they're going to be able to stand up to that? Have you seen a man of the West among them? I haven't. What's Trump going to do if he's able to fight through this? One other thing I'll say before that, and then I'm going to tell you what, what I, I'm going to look at what you said. I'm going to tell you what I, what I think needs to be done. Uh, Trump, when he got into office, didn't do what I said he needed to do. I said he wasn't going to be allowed a second term by some method. I didn't know what it would be. And uh, of course, it ended up being a perfectly legitimate victory by uh, President Rigor Mortis. Uh, but I said he had to go for it. He had to clean house. And it was going to be, remember I, I said, even sheriffs would be refusing to do, not just judges, but even sheriffs would be refusing to do what he wanted done as the president of the United States. And that's exactly what happened. I said, he's going to have to have military tribunal. He's going to have to have uh, judges tried. He's going to have and these open trials. He's going to have to go after the entire bureaucracy. He didn't do any of it. And uh, then the question was, was he waiting for a second term because he gets one more term and he was, he was going to wait to do the real things that had to be done? Like, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll say so in a moment, but do the real things that had to be done to save this country rather than these sewing circle steps. 
Well, he didn't do it. So if Trump is able to run again, if he's able to run, and then if he wins, and I think that he's if, if he's able to run, winning should be a walk in the park after all of this. Well, with the with the uh, caveat, I guess that the an the anti whites could come up with any you know they could say you know here are the babies he molests you know who knows they they're they're liars they can come up with anything if he gets into office what can we expect from him what can we expect of four more years of Trump what really are we going to get out of it is he going to go in there with talk about uh, how criminal the FBI is, how criminal the Department of Justice is. And then we're going to see all these show hearings that end up in nothing, like when he was in office the first four years. Is that what we're going to get? Because what good would that be? What good will it be to support him in four years as he runs if we end up with four years of kind of what we had the first four years? We end up with more, we'll obey by the rules because we are the rule obeyers kind of garbage? Is there a possibility? And I'm kind of just tossing these things out. Is there a possibility that Trump, after all of this, has decided that he's not going to be a businessman anymore? That he's going to be an autocrat? That's going to be a big decision. He hasn't shown any evidence of it. Uh, and so maybe we'll talk about that. We've been together long enough tonight. Maybe we'll talk about that on a on a future show. Uh, so let me quickly see what you're saying. I'm going to tell you what. Uh, oh, the other thing I want to mention is um, the fact that the anti-whites are willing to be this salient with their criminality, with the with this obvious police state behavior against political opposition that tells us a couple of things. It can tell us a couple of things that are true to some degree, and that would require more data and then rumination. But it tells us that they sense total, uh, just omnipotent power. They sense that they can't be pushed back against. They sense that uh, there's no hope for the population and that they will take whatever steps have to be taken to put a semi-legal, legitimate face on their crimes so that in the future they can write the history books that keep the population, and when I say future, I don't mean way down the road, but near future, keep the population pacified because these anti-white oligarchs, they, they want a pacified population. Part of the problem with teaching the population that we are the continuation of what the founding fathers created is that they believe it. And then when they see the criminality, they say, what the hell's going on? We're going to put this to bed. But these anti-white oligarchs, they're at the point where uh, the their hegemony is absolute and they can just they can just do what they want 
Another thing is that they're frightened about Western kind in America. They are afraid that white people are coming to and getting angry and, and getting, as they get angry, they get closer and closer to an awareness of, and, and the articulation of the victimization. Now that doesn't, they're not going to suddenly become white positive. They need us for that. But brilliant people know that when there, it, when a need swells up in a population that isn't being articulated, that either the articulation will come, but in most cases, that need has has festered, if you will. It it, it has uh, it has ripened like fine wine, rather, in the population for a very long time. And so that doctrine, those ideas that will free that population are already there. And the anti-white oligarchs, they just can't find it. They don't know exactly where it is. They don't know exactly what it would look like, but it's there. And as the people become increasingly angry and as they grow toward that environment where that doctrine will suddenly throw roots into rich soil, and throw stalk and leave and bloom stalk to the to the air and the sky and the sun. They know that that will happen and they will move to prevent it. So that is a great fear in the anti-whites as well. And uh, I submit that as a consequence of, of these forces in the population, I was was given life not from the womb, not spiritually, but my life as it is, a resistance to anti-whiteism to put an end to the victimization of my people, specifically our children. I am a consequence of that victimization on our people, that cauldron that anti-whiteism creates among us. And now so many more are coming to what what I have started, and they are now perpetuating in glorious ways. The anti-white geniuses, their devious leaders, which is what it is, they know this is how this works. The population is catching up with as rich as it can get from the environment created by the anti-whites. We are the seeds. So they have to poison the soil. That is a big part of their motivation. There are other factors, but those are the most important ones. Let me see what's said here. We have, uh, let's get out your great raucous emojis, 07s, for a wonderful champion who's with us right now, Quebec. You know him well. $25 financial gift. God bless you. Thank you so much, brother. He says, uh, weaponized IRS. It's going to get really bad. Weaponized IRS. It's going to get really bad. We have we have time. And if if we don't do anything, if we don't put our foot down, if we don't reassert ourselves as the resistance against the anti-whites, it will get 
really, really bad. 100%. Well-written, brother. We, you know, these McCarthy types, they're not the resistance to the anti-whites. Those are our targets to rid from office, to get them out, send them packing, send them off to early vacations with their lovely family, families, maybe to Greece or something, just not America, somewhere else. We need them out of office. They are placeholders. We are the resistance to anti-whiteism. The party that achieves anti-whiteism in the biggest leaps is the Democrat party. The placeholders occasionally achieve anti-whiteism. Mostly they talk and do very little. So we are the people who resist, who fight back against the anti-whites and the vehicle they use politically in the United States. The primary vehicle is the Democrat party. We need to send these placeholders, these Republican placeholders, packing. And we do that by putting them on the spot about whether or not they're going to say the name of the white race, Western kind, Westman. Do you care about, are you going to, you're going to defend the, your constituents, overwhelmingly white? Are you going to say their name and talk about their victimization? Because if you're not, we're going to get it on video. We're going to uh, get people talking about it in your, uh, where, wherever, whoever you're representing, whatever the district that is. And we're going to get enough of them, the white people, to know that you don't care about white people, to not vote for you. That will either get a different Republican in there, somebody who will be able to say the white race, or we'll put the, de the Democrat into office. We don't give a shit. You're a placeholder. You're not the lesser of two evils. You're a placeholder that facilitates the evil of the Democrat Party by doing nothing. We also have to ridicule them. No ridicule for the Democrats. No ridicule for the anti-whites. Ridicule for all and do skits, memes, make fun of the Republican placeholders and make fun of the dissident Republicans under Trump and even Trump if they're not talking about this being an attack on the white race, on Western kind and our expression, Western civilization. If you are a diehard Christian, we got a lot of diehard Christian fans, or maybe you're an atheist or even a pagan, but you want uh, Christianity survive, to survive in Western civilization, you are going to have to view things this way and fight for what you care about on the basis of that which is attacked. The notion that this is about Christianity is so asinine, it is stupefying. They celebrate anti-white Christians. They celebrate non-white Christians. They celebrate Christianity as long as it's not white. What more evidence do you need? So this cowardice now that is trying to put forward Christian nationalism uh, as uh, this, this proxy position, rather than uh, pointing out that it's all about the attack on Western kind, that needs to be ridiculed into oblivion as well. We need an army a veritable army of comedians, of meme merchants, shitlords, ruining these people, mocking every single one of them who gets in the way of it being acknowledged that this is all about a victimization of Western kind. 
the destruction of Western kind's projection, which is Western civilization, the United States. Thank you so much, Quebec. Let me swing around to here. I know we got a, a financial gift. Let's see if been streaming for all this time. Is Odyssey telling anybody? Well, what do you know? They're not telling anybody. What a bunch of pieces of shit. We have uh, thoughts over there on Odyssey in the live chat. Uh, who writes, I use info from this channel often. Thanks, No White Guilt. Well, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, and uh, more power to you. And we hope to see more from you. Big successes from you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Let's jump over here. I'm going to see these uh, financial gifts, and then I'm going to get into uh, very briefly, and we're going to get out of here, what needs to be done. I just started talking about that as far as we are concerned right now. I extend this, the ridicule, uh, to these, uh, these MAGA type of content creators, not the MAGA rank and file, but the content creators and thought leaders, organizational leaders who are just functionally comatose, Mayberry morons, and uh, they, they want more of the sewing circle policies. And I'm going to participate in uh, that ridicule, whatever it takes. I don't know what we have to do, uh, but we're going to do it because I am going to go down in life trying. I'm not going to go down with excuses. We have over here, let's get some 07s out, please. 07s, raucous emojis. How about some Vs for victory? Vs for victory for Quebec as well. $25 financial gift. We have uh, Mrs. Uh, Busy, $25 financial gift as well. God bless you and thank you for that. The only candidate capable of hurting Western kind into this anti-white uh, anti speech hole was Trump. He served his purpose on the, quote, why not have a melting pot of peace nonsense? Our children are being attacked, brainwashed, and killed off. It's past the time of, quote, we are all the same. We will fight. Uh, it's past the time of we are all the same, period. We, she writes, will fight for our children. Amen to that, Miss B uh, Busy. We absolutely will. No more. And we're going to name the reason that our children are attacked. None of these proxy positions of cowards. We're going to name them for the reason they are attacked. Nobody is born a Christian. Nobody. Nobody's born a Republican. Nobody's born an American. Nobody is born with, with a libertarian or whatever ideology you have. Children of the West are born with the bio spirit of the West inside them. That is what and who you are. That is the grounds on which you are attacked as a member of Western kind, a Westman, man, woman, or child. That is the only thing that absolutely has the right to claim your life, the spirit of the West, the only thing. Everything else is the creation of our heads. Everything else is just the interpretations from outside of us. Get real and go free before we all have to go to hell. You have the great four null here, financially gifting $5. Great champion. 
Everybody knows him well. Thank you, dear brother. He writes with that $5 financial gift. Keep on kicking ass, exclamation point. I want to see one of these losers do the alley drill with you. I can hear the bones crunching from the future. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. I mean, I was, you know, once I got up to college level, 100 and what was I, 86 uh, pounds, uh, just a hair under 6% body fat. Uh, not quite there anymore, but I'm still in damn good shape. And uh, I, I could take down Herschel before he could get to the end zone. I know it. 100%. Uh, it's not going to be, not going to be uh, bloodless. But few things are in the real world. I'm a man, though. I'll heal. And if I get a big, another big scar on my face or on my body, it's just one more thing that real women of the West get all hot and horny about. Any woman, any, 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 any female out there who likes pretty guys, just know that that's a sickness. Honey, that's a sickness. Real men get dirty. They don't look like uh, models. Thank you so much, dear brother. The great Fournal. Let's see. Sound killer is here in the question widget. And I'm going to then see what you all are saying. I'll tell you what I think needs to be done on a political level to summarize it. Sound killer says, I've been trying to send financial gifts lately, but the financial institution I use no longer allows the transaction to go through. How else can I send financial gifts? Uh, well, you have, if you look down into the, uh, the description below, you'll see several means that, uh, by which you can send financial gifts. You can also go over to knowyguilt.org, click on the links at the very bottom of the page, and there'll be a number. Uh, you'll be able to scroll through. You'll find a num number of options. Technically, during the show, it is entropy, what you just uh, wrote in the question widget on. You can also jump over to Odyssey. You can financially get there. And finally, uh, Cash App is a third option. Uh, these are all financial gifts that you can hit up during the show. All right. This, my friends, is what needs to be done. And then I'll take a look at what you all said here. On a political level, you need to take everything that placeholder Republicans are saying, uh, and you need to take those words. And many of these Republicans will get quite a, just rest assured, these placeholder Republicans, they'll get quite a thrill out of this. So you'll actually be making them happy. Take their words and their little uh, show investigations and shove them up their goddamn asses. No, what we don't need is more of these paper tigers more of these ferocious paper tigers that are going to tell us, clear your schedule. We're going to have an investigation that will then get stymied at by you tying my hands together by some sort of rule or code or norm or whatever it might be uh, that we observe here in Congress some of the time, because we Republicans are all about the rules and that makes us morally superior. And that'll mean a whole lot when the history is written about how we had horns and hooves. No, you know what I have to say about the FBI, criminal as all. I mean, these anti-whites at the FBI, they've been, the FBI has been criminal for a long time. Law, law enforcement around this country knows. Whole institution, full. Not to say that there aren't any good people in there. You know there are. 
but they're in hiding in there. They are secret whistleblowers, passing things out, hoping they don't get caught. The few good people. FBI corrupt as all hell. Department of Justice corrupt as all hell. What needs to happen is a statesman and more need to get elected. They need to bring with them their own police force. They need to hire their own police force. If not, when they come to office, then once they're in office, they need to make this police office, uh, this police force superior to the, every other police force. They need to go to the FBI and try, and we're guilty for treason, execute these motherfuckers, every last one. Do it the same with the Department of Justice. The country should look like a sinking ship with rats and vermin of all anti-white type swimming for their lives to get away. The more, the better who leave the country because we'll take their citizenship away and returning is execution. And then, then, when in control of these institutions, the EPA, the FBI, the DOJ, whatever it might be, when in control of them, use all of them to destroy every anti-white financer there is, every anti-white that financially backs, every anti-white that has invested in and therefore effectuated anti-white outcomes that victimized citizens of the United States of any race. Everything because, you know, even though it's white people are the target, non-white people are collateral damage very often in these endeavors. Every single one. I would use the entire bureaucracy. Anybody who didn't want to serve the serve our goals would suffer the wrath of the newly created police force that would go pull them out of their homes, out of their cars. In the middle of the night, they wake up with a boot on their throat. No, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to just complain. You see, this is how you have to be. You righteously complain about how you are treated when the anti-whites, the Democrat Party, sends the jackbooted thugs to kick your door in. You say that's wrong for them to do. And then you do it to them. This is how you win in the world, ladies and gentlemen. I know the sewing circle ladies are going to say, oh, heavens. Oh, heavens. Oh, well. That's what I have to say to you. Oh, well. I would have Soros or any of the other anti-white monsters out there wake up with a boot on their throat of a federal agent and a gun aimed at their face, and they will put cuffs on them, and they will take them off to trials, and then we will evaluate if whether or not they had harmed America, if whether or not they had participated in a victimizing of an entire race of people, the founding stock of these United States. And if they were found guilty, they would suffer whatever we decided were the punishments of being guilty and at whatever level for those crimes. We need to be rigid, absolutely rigid when we have to be rigid. We have to be amorphous, protean when we have to be protean. We have to be able to condemn and act as immoral, wrong, unethical, and illegal, and then commit the act 
when we have the opportunity to do it, because this is the jungle. This is the real world. We are in this place today where they can send, the DOJ can send the FBI to raid a pres former president's home, a clear weaponization of these departments. And I say, horrible now, illegal now, in office, that's what you do. We need to be able to do it for this kind of thing to end. That's the reality of the world. You don't like it? Maybe you should not vote anymore. Maybe you should not have a voice anymore. Because pussies are the reason why this is happening. Pussies are the reason why I and my family, the people I love, the people I like, the people I'm acquaintances with and I don't want to see bad things happen to, pussies are the reason why horror is being inflicted on all of us. You need a statesman. You need a man of the West. You need, uh, you need lightning and the sun. You don't need another politician. You don't need another sewing circle gelded male. You don't need another female that's going to get out there in her high voice and stomp her little bitty foot about how nasty this is and how uh, hypocritical the Democrats are. Give me a break. You turn the heat up on those kind of people and they melt. You turn the heat up on a cheerleader for a politician or a political movement and they melt. You turn the heat up on somebody who's been on the ground, who is missing teeth, who has a nose broken, who's bleeding and the eyes swelling shut and they keep fighting back, they get fucking pissed. That's what happens when you turn up the heat on somebody like me. Turn up the heat on somebody like me, it gets a lot worse with everything I'm capable of doing. People put me in office and there'll be change. It'll be scary, but we'll have America back and everybody will be able to have freedom and liberty, freedom to associate, right to self-defense. Or you can keep going down this path and have anti-white oligarchic police state where eventually everything caves in to an event horizon of hellish bloodshed and the end even of the semblance that's left, the ghost that's left of the United States. Let's get a round of raucous emojis and uh, 07s for the great Marco. This is the real good Marco, not the Marco from down in Florida. $20 financial gift. God bless you, brother, over here on Cash App. And with those $20, he says, I have to watch later, but I'm sure this is great. You didn't know it, but Marco is psychic. And he's absolutely right. He's never wrong. When his psychic powers speak to him, he always gets it right. All right, we'll scroll through the... Did I read Amma's financial gift? Sin 526 is here. Hello to you. Great Franklin. Lunder is with us. 
Of course, the great four null is here. Hyperborean Dream and sweet little ladybug Roy Danton is here. Andrew, hello to you. Roscoe, first lady of the American theater. Great to see you. Starlet Overby, great to see you. Folks, please share this stream. The anti-whites get in the way of us getting out to folks. Uh, I'm spending money in advertising to get us out to folks. Uh, so jump in. Algorithm boost by Not My Potato. Thank you. Great Elaine Sabatino is with us. Light of the Twin Lambs. Hello to you. Thank you. Did I mention the great Franklin? Real Playlist is here. Corbin. Unmapped Insights. Nancy Drew. So many wonderful heroes. Great to see you all. We have to deal with the, the anti-whites censoring us and prevent us, preventing, preventing us from reaching people. First, let me say this. We have to deal with the fact that the go-free method is out of a person's understanding of the world when they first see it. They don't get it because they're inside the anti-white narrative. That makes it harder in, in uh, the cases of trying to introduce the actual method to people. We can get the concepts out, and that's where we are most prolific because people take up the concepts that work for them. We sort of back them into the go-free method without them knowing it, and that is an intentional strategy. You are welcome for the deep intelligence of a man of the West, an actual changing shit. This race has become so pathetic. So we have to do, we have that to deal with. Then we have the anti-whites, everything they can. Trump didn't do anything about the censorship when he was in office. So we have rampant censorship of everything we do, and it's Stasi style. So they let a little bit trickle out to try to convey to you, for example, you as a, a, a viewer, a participant in the go-free method, that, uh, well, since some people are showing up, uh, then it must just not be liked. It must not work, and, and the information's getting out to folks. When in reality, that's just a Stasi anti-white tactic to convince you of that. You see by the testimonials that it works and what you experience in your own lives. You see by our examples in the news and entertainment media. But then we also have to face the seemingly endless uh, rows of me-nots in the white sympathetic sphere who don't want to tell anybody about all the success we're having, even though ostensibly they care about white people, they care about America, Canada, and the rest of our countries. But even though they ostensibly care about those things, for some reason, they have no reason, no interest rather, to promulgate us, to interview us, to have us speak at their conferences, to talk about the great successes that we are having. No interest in that. Uh, so those are, the, those are the ranks, the jealous ranks, the green ranks of the me-nots. Because of this, I need your help promulgating this. Because of this, I need when uh, No White Guilt clips and others make clips of the things I say here, the things that work here, I need you promulgating them. I can't have you just look and say, wow, that's a great clip, end of things. Or it's a great clip, but I can't share it because I'm so delicate in my life Somebody might think something else of me if I, if I share this guy with them. You got to get over it. We're seriously running out of time. We are seriously running out of time.
You don't know whether or not you can, I don't know, you make that business deal because you're nervous about the outcomes, even though you have thought for a while it will work for you and make you a shit ton of money. And then you can take a nice percentage of that and give it to something that works. You better go ahead and make that move. You better go ahead and start make the smart things, smart moves, not reckless. We are men and women of the West. You better start doing these things. You better get to these folks. You know, no more of this nonsense of uh, everything works and everybody. No, political cheerleaders don't do shit. These these other endeavors that have gone nowhere, they don't do shit. I, I wish I wish they had for those people for all of our sakes, but they just don't. There's something working. We need to get beyond the anti-whites and the me-nots and the rest. You know, the really, really offensive thing, I'll take these last looks here, see if there's anybody else saying anything right here at the end, is that you know very well and good that if and when I run for office... If and when I run for office, the Minots are not going to say anything about this man of the West being in office, potentially taking hold of office. You know that. What does that tell you about these folks? What does it tell you? These so-called thought leaders, so-called organization leaders, so-called philosophers, so-called, what does it tell you about these folks that you've been following and giving money to? Some of you give Maybe not in this immediate group, but they hear my voice as this video goes out. Big money, big money to people who are just doom documenting, doom dissecting, doom divining, going nowhere. There won't be enough money if we go beyond the point of no return. You got it? There won't be enough money. These places that you think you're going to move, you're going to fly off to. Well, you know, if the worst comes to worst, I'm going to go live in the hills of whatever as the order created by Western civilization via United States, UK, and et cetera, breaks down, those places will not remain lawfully organized states. They will revert to more natural environments of a tribal leadership and where these people will be much more comfortable and you will be fed upon, you and your family. The warlord will come and they will say, you can survive, you just give me that pretty white little daughter there. All right. Very quickly. It was wonderful to have you all with us. Renal said, uh, check entropy. I guess that was from earlier. Oh, no, that was you. I was looking at Cash App just then. Yes, I got that. Thank you so much, good brother. And thank you, everybody who gave raucous emojis, 07s, Vs for victory. We need to support each other, celebrate each other when we do things for white well-being because no one else will. Arch Archangel says, I would lie to demons to save angels. We live in the jungle, time to wake up. Precisely. Elaine Sabatino, uh, when you Google Doug Mastriano, you get nothing but hate. If you Google his opponent, um, 
is that's not his name is it uh it's nothing but positive right exactly and links to donation to his campaign yeah precisely that's how the anti-whites work you want if you want google to change its tune you know how google changes its tune the people who are behind google first of all in government we're going to know who is behind google right if i'm in government i'm going to be able to if i'm president if i'm in government i'm going to be able to find out who's behind google and then you know the way that google changes its mind the people behind google change their mind they change their mind real fast about things like the candidates that they're they're they've decided are going to get elected because they've rigged their search to show you articles that are all positive and here's how you can donate to them and the candidates that they don't like to end up with nothing but articles about how they're child molesters or were they child molesters that's all it takes anything like that or does he beat his wife or still beat his wife or anything like that how you handle will end on this how you handle is it how you handle handle Google and the folks behind Google? It's the same way you handle the folks behind Twitter in the same way you handle the folks behind Facebook. These untouchables that have been permitted to wield inordinate power in Western civilization with anti-white desires and anti-white outcomes. They wake up one morning with the SEAL team or Green Beret surrounding them in their palatial bedrooms and they're told you're putting the cuffs on and you're going to face your trial and the wrath of the people you have harmed or you're going to die right here on the spot 